Hey everyone, today is Tuesday, the 23rd of October, 2018. It's The Gap, episode 442. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here. What's going on, Job? I am. Not much. Uh, super busy trying to wrap up everything for the week ahead of, uh, obviously, doing nothing all week while I play Red Dead Redemption 2. But uh, <laughs> you, you already know all about that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, that's my life, is trying to do all my work for the, like front-loading the fuck out of my week so that the end of my week can be dedicated to being a cowboy baby right yeah um that's yeah i've basically been doing for the last about yeah it's been about a week um it's been fucking pretty hectic so i we'll get to that i guess later on though um we should start off with with something something different you gotta build the hype up a little bit. Totally. Yeah, we're going to build to it. That's fine. <laughs> um, actually, what I wanted to start off with was uh, I read your interview uh, about oh, okay. playing as a German tank commander or a Tiger One commander mm-hmm. uh, in in Battlefield Five, and um, I thought it was really good. Like it was a really, really good like question, and mm-hmm. uh, you clearly caught him off guard. I thought he answered it quite well, and. Last week, obviously, my reaction to the concept of playing as a Nazi uh, was, um, I guess, uh, pretty, pretty big. It was a, it was a big reaction, and um, yeah, I, I wanted to talk about that before we moved on to other stuff because I, I thought, like, to me, it, it's been something that I had to dig into a bit. I had to like look into a bit more and sort of think through. Hmm. Uh, because obviously my, you know, obviously my gut is if you're on the Nazi side, you're a fucking Nazi and how are you going to play as a Nazi? But like, there are a number of like scenarios, like looking into it a lot further. I was sort of prompted by something, uh, Nate was saying, he was saying that, you know, in his opinion, uh, you can separate the German, uh, army person from the Nazis, uh, in a, in a lot of cases, in some cases you absolutely can't, like with the SS and and stuff like that. Some of them, you know, it's synonymous. You know, being a member of the SS is synonymous with being a Nazi, but uh, being a member of the German army maybe isn't necessarily. And then, so I, I went down this like fucking Wikipedia rabbit rabbit hole. You know, you'll like look up one thing, and then like four hours pass, and you're like looking at something completely different, and you're like. Oh right, yeah, I was, I was, I was looking at Nazis in tanks. <laughs> Somehow, I've learned about how rabbits breed. Hmm. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, that's that's basically what happened to me. But while I was falling down that that hole, um, yeah, I uh, I came across like a there was a battle where German soldiers actually helped. While like they they use their tanks to help defend towards the end of the war, they helped the Allies. German soldiers did mm-hmm. against the SS, and that sort of I guess really emphasised that that divide for me, that mm. divide between German soldier and Nazi. And I hadn't really thought about it before. I guess contextually for me, the, the idea of a you know. The Germans were bad, uh, like they were the bad guys, right? But you sort of forget 
that it's not it's not that easy mm-hmm. and yeah and like nothing's that simple sure. and so i guess i'd forgotten a little bit about that um still fuck nazis right that's about all i got so yeah, yeah. I, I tried to ask him sort of about the story and and that sort of thing he didn't really want to touch on the story and that's why i kind of dug a bit deeper with the whole like which what, like how are you trying to frame this exactly yeah. Um, and he gave me something, but yeah, it's still kind of hard to gauge like what that mission is really about. And yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing that yeah. I learned was that that apparently is not going to be a launch mission. That'll be coming later on. December. It's which, not out till December. Yeah. That was kind of strange. Cause I don't think he mentioned that to me at all. Um, but that, like, that sort of swings me back the other way, you know? Yeah. Maybe, the, maybe they are pushing that back so that they can avoid some controversy that might be tied to their reviews sure but on the like i i think if they were fully confident that it was going to be this super respectful and uh thought-provoking uh like examination of the separation of germany the german army soldier versus nazi Mm -hmm. then you would like fucking you'd want to launch with you want to be like it, it'd be fuck it'd be that fucking like massive uh thing right that uh the australian one where you sort of resolve to the idea that you're going to die or the the prologue from the the like from battlefield one you know like mm-hmm. those missions where they're really impactful and you're like holy fuck this is meaningful they've actually done something really good here something mildly important and makes me wonder like i don't know maybe they just want to let you try with fucking tiger one yeah i don't know it's it's interesting yeah but uh, yeah i think you, you did well pushing the way you did and yeah well, that was the only interview that I posted up. Well, the only question out of my 20 minutes that I asked. Mainly because I was um, <laughs> playing Red Dead. Busy playing Red Dead. Yeah, yeah, and like, I just, I kind of put a preview up. Um, and it was yep. one of those things where I was like, I just need to get something up. And it wasn't anywhere near my best work. Um, especially because they told, like, they were like, hey, don't speak about all these different things right yeah and it's super heavily story based um like i don't think the the actual gameplay is very good i don't know if i mentioned that last week but i don't think the gameplay is anything great it's just kind of eh, whatever by the numbers yeah and you're you're basically going to be in it for the story and they're like don't really talk about the story stuff so it's really hard to be like well this is what the story is so i just did like a fucking brief overview of these are the missions yeah this one's got stealth this one's got stealth this one you're in a fucking tank and off you go um so I kind of focused a bit more on the the interview stuff, and um, I would have liked to have posted maybe a couple more, but I just like <laughs> living that Red Dead life. I got no time. Oh, why was you, motherfucker? Yeah. Uh, I've been playing other games because I don't have Red Dead. You fuck. <laughs> Thanks for throwing it in my face. Yeah. I've been playing Accounting Plus. That uh, sounds. Accounting Plus. We got like one end of the spectrum. <laughs> accounting <laughs> Plus. Um, it is a VR game by, um, the dude who made, what's that fucking crazy, like, super meta game? Um, more information. 
fucking the the one where like Stanley Parable. Right. That that guy? Yeah, the guy who made that. Stanley Parable, yeah. His name isn't Stanley Parable. He made the game he, yeah. for Stanley Parable. Yeah, he also made uh, a second game, which we talked about on here. Did he? Yeah. Did we? <laughs> we did. I don't know. I don't know. That's the one he's fucking famous for. So he's got that one and uh, someone else and uh, Justin Roiland. Oh, right. Who uh, is Rick and Morty in Rick and Morty. And uh, yeah, so this is a, a sort of off-the-wall, irreverent, esoteric sort of VR game where you get into the game and you are prototyping this brand new accounting VR technology. Mm-hmm. And it's going to help you, you know, do all kinds of accounting stuff. And uh, yeah, so you, you, you know, don the headset and you put the thing on and you that's it. Like, you just go through this experience and it's very guided and it's pretty short. It's like, I think, 25 minutes, probably. Uh, and that's all there is to it. And it's like 10 bucks. And it's interesting. I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. Uh, it's hard for me to, like, s- describe much of it, though. Mm-hmm. Because it's only 25 minutes long. And I feel like I could fucking probably spoil the entire fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, like in one go, uh, yeah, and I don't want to do that. But at the same time, yeah, it's quite short. I mean, as a value proposition, it might not make the cut for a lot of people. Uh, I yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it. I like uh, the his sense of humor, Roland's sense of humor, and um, the other two's. Obviously, they've got a similar sense of humor, which is why they work together and. Uh, yeah, that's like that's sort of the the whole idea of the game. Sort of drags you through. It's like a, it, I imagine a Rick and Morty meets like cross Black Mirror type thing mm-hmm. is the best way that I can describe it. Like uh, vulgarity and um, like the dangers of technology, and also like a bit of a loony. Um, storyline that loops back in on itself and all this kind of stuff uh but yeah there's a bunch of humor i I will spoil one thing it was my favorite thing uh back in the like once you finish the game you go back to the the hub world Hmm. and you can do um other things uh there's not not a lot that you can do but there are a couple of things you can do and uh one of those things is uh can shoot hoops right basketball and a basketball hoop and you can shoot hoops and uh, it is not easy to do when you're holding uh two fucking vr controllers you're like because you've got to grip shit Mm. with with the fucking triggers and that's not like a it's not a fucking regular way that you would use a hold of basketball right and so you grip it and then you try to throw it uh and then you realize that holding it two hands is very difficult because it's it's quite sensitive to when you let go of one trigger or the other like it's not like with your hands where you just innately let go of the ball at the correct time or maybe like 
you know, maybe that's why you fuck up a free throw in the in basketball. Maybe like you know your inability to release shit at exactly the same time is why you goof up fucking your throws and you should struggle granny style. But uh, yeah, instead, right? So you're just better off holding it with one hand, hmm. and then you realize over time that it's very difficult to sort of fling a basketball because you're not you're not throwing you're not like shooting it like you would a free throw. Sure, you're sort of just like fling it like you might a sack of sand yeah a bag of sand and uh or a hacky sack yeah that that makes more sense so you fling it like a a hacky sack and then uh yeah it may go in or it may not but it doesn't have any actual weight to it so that complicates things further and over over the course of it over the course of, I think, like, 24 attempts at throwing this fucking basketball, uh, I got to... I, I started counting late, so it's 20... Between 23 and 28 attempts at chucking up the rock. Hmm. Um, yeah, eventually, uh, this the disembodied voice that it is, like that tells you what is going on, yep. that is sort of your narrator, comes in and he's like... The whole time you're missing, he's like, that's awful. Oh, I can't believe you've done that. Oh my God. Is this your first time playing basketball? Etc. He's giving you shit. Sure. But at some point, 20 plus attempts in, he comes in, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to give you the achievement. <laughs> I'm just going to give it to you so that you don't have to do this anymore. And uh, you get the achievement regardless of whether or not you successfully complete it. And you, they take the ball away, so you cannot continue to attempt it, which I <laughs> I was sad about because I really wanted to just nail the, the shot. I've nailed the shot in fucking Black Ops. Can't like, can't you just let me fucking take my time and work it out? God damn it. Anyway, uh, it was funny. I thought it was quite funny. Like, he was so clearly embarrassed of how often I was continuously failing that uh, he had given up. And yeah, he just gave me the achievement. So that was pretty good. Um, and yeah, the, the rest of it is, yeah, like I said, that Rick and Morty style sense of humor with a sort of Black Mirror style wacky storyline. Uh, yeah, there's some very, like people who have watched a lot of Rick and Morty will very quickly tweak onto where some of these fucking ideas came from. Like it, it it's not necessarily recycled. Hmm. Uh, but they're definitely pulled from the same fucking gene pool, you know? Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's, I thought it was good. Um, so are you saying it's I, the same guy that did the Stanley Parable? Yeah. Right. Okay. So he did the beginner's guide as well. Was the other one I talked about. Which one was the beginner's guide? Um, I don't think you played it, but it was like a series of, of like half-life mods and it was him sort of narrating how they came about. And it was this weird right. sort of storytelling, like... I didn't look into it too much, but you couldn't really figure out whether whether or not he was being legit or if this was actually just a story he was telling. Right. Um, okay. It was sort of just him talking about like the way these ideas came about and how these levels or games are supposed to work, and um, and things like that. But but also, I don't know if he was talking. I feel like he wasn't really talking about himself, like ah, oh, a friend of mine or something like that. But maybe it was right. him. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah, maybe they stories. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Right. Uh, so it was him, William Pugh, 
Uh, Dominic Johan from who made Minutes, which oh, is right. the game we've talked about, and uh, Justin Roiland. Oh, and, so it wasn't uh, Davy, the main guy. What Davy Davy Randall Randon was the guy that made the Beginner's Guide and uh, oh. the Stanley Parable. Well, then I guess not. I think that the other guy you're talking about was. Um, did he do the music or something? Or he came in later on and was like a level designer? Uh, game designer. A le- level uh, designer. I think. He has worked on... Oh, yeah. He came in late. Fair enough. Uh, right you are. Yeah. He's not Stanley Parable. <laughs> but he is I think- listed... As one of the designers of the Stanley Parable on Wikipedia. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, I think he came uh, in. So, uh, yeah, it's got voice acting from uh, Rich Fulcher. Okay. Uh, who is a British guy. You Like, the moment you hear his voice, you recognize, you're like, you should be able to. He's, he was in Snuffbox, if I recall correctly, uh, with um, the dude who does Toast of London. Those two. Oh no, he's not British. He's American in Britain with the British guy of Tasman one, uh, and uh, Reggie Watts. Sure. Anyway, um, yeah, the moment you hear, hear their voices, you, you can picture them. Um, so yeah. So y- you wouldn't recommend to buy it though. It's too short. Uh, I would say it's probably too short. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you like, if you're, I was, I was, I'm, I'm not, I don't regret buying it. Yeah, uh, but I probably wouldn't recommend going out and actively trying to find it. How the fuck do I find you again? Uh, all right, yeah, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's, yeah, it's it's good. It's like I enjoy it. It'd be a lot better if I could fucking fix up the, uh, my, goddamn, setup, mm. my light boxes. Uh, they're not set up well. Um, when when I was moving. Evidently, one of my uh, mounting right. things went walkabouts, and so now I can't mount one of them on a wall. It just sort of sits somewhere Steak high, table. but it's not high enough. Uh, no, because it needs to be like out from the wall because it's got like a plug in the back. Right. Uh, so yeah, and the other one I use three M like painting mounting things. Yeah, yeah. Too heavy. It's heavier than a painting, apparently. So, uh, yeah, it fell down, which is annoying. So, yeah, I, it's there are all these dead spots in my room where I can't actually reach for things, uh, and it's mm. pretty annoying. Yeah, Sounds like you need a new room. <laughs> or I could just mount my shit correctly. Yeah. Uh, I bought some... They just use, uh, like, camera mounts, so I just bought... I jumped on eBay, and I bought four dollars worth of uh security camera mounts <laughs> right i'm gonna mount them around my room not the security cameras just the mounts cool and then i'll plug the things in you can only with my version of the vibe you can only use two light boxes anyway so it's not like i could add some extras into the mix and try to ramp up the the fidelity or whatever i'm sort of stuck with these two yep yep anyway uh so Actually, with like speaking of that, I did try to play another game um, in death. I was going to play Transference, Transference. Yeah. Sorry, Transference. Whatever. Uh, but you were talking about how uh, it was awkward to use with a mouse, 
And I was sort of worried that it would be annoying to do with a VR setup that it has a bunch of dead spots in the room. So mm. I was like, ah, oh, I'll wait until I fix it and then I'll play transference. Yeah. Um, it was annoying to yeah. use with a controller. Right. Because yeah. it was just so slow. Like there was no, and I don't know if they changed it in the main game, but there was no settings. So you couldn't be yeah. like, oh, I want to move quicker. So you just like, you turn around and it'd take you half an hour. It was pretty bad. Anyway. Anyway. Cool. Should we move on? Cool. Let's move on. All right. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Black Ops 4, still playing this, uh, playing Zombies and Blackout, still haven't touched the regular multiplayer, <laughs> even a little bit, um, just not interested in playing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, Zombies, uh, I was playing this last night with a bunch of randos, we've played a bunch of games since the last time we played it, but, and so, me and Nate are now at a stage where we're extremely competent. Um, the Easter eggs have officially been solved, at least in nine, they have been. Uh, and there and is, is there an ending? End. Yep, there yeah, is. Cool. Uh, it's like we both watched the video of the the world first for it, and we both said at the same time, "Too hard." Uh, <laughs> it's so difficult. The, it is so fucking complex. Uh, the dude spent like it, the video explaining how to do it was thirty one minutes long. Hmm. and it is insanely involved uh there's i think like a fair chunk of rng involved and yeah it just it's like uh, i probably am not gonna do that but the final <laughs> boss fight stuff looks fucking awesome so yeah, right. um yeah I, like maybe one day but yeah as it is now me and nate are able to carry two other scrubber dubs all the way through to was it 27 i think we got to wave 27 uh it's pretty tough at that point uh you need to be utilizing basically everything at your um at hand and uh yeah um so yeah it's 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 good we were so that we were playing with um praetorian Mm -hmm. our friend gerald's uh, he's not great at shooters. He's very good at RTSs. He's not very good at shooters. Uh, and uh, Champ Shong, who had never played his zombies before and had no fucking idea what he was doing. And uh, yeah, so we were trying to drag those through to uh, as far as we could. And yeah, we got to wave 27, which I think is pretty good because sure. when it gets to uh, three or four players, it significantly ramps up the difficulty to um to make it more challenging so if you were to play it two player if me and nate were to play it just us two we could probably fucking smash out all the way to level 35 but uh we literally had to carry these other two uh i think champ chong had 29 downs he was down 29 (laughs) times yeah and we got him back up we refused to let him die out um gerald got 26 nate got eight and i got six mm. uh and he got like he got like 30 something Nate got something like 30 plus revives and i got whatever the difference was neither yeah. of the other two revived either <laughs> of us at all yeah uh, or anyone else at all so yeah we, we literally carried them through as far as we could <laughs> uh and yeah you like you get to a point where you are like knowledge allows you to get away with shit that you otherwise wouldn't be able to uh like 
knowing that you can like upgrade your gun and cycle through until you get like a an effect on the weapon that you want um i still don't 100 like i understand most of them there's like a uh brain rots which is the green one right make zombies attack one another okay that's fucking awesome if you can get it on the right zombies yeah uh if you can affect the right zombies with it it's fucking hugely powerful and it takes a lot of the fucking strain off your team um there's like uh a a freezing one that slows them all uh there's a firebomb and that uh i'm not is that like damage over time or something like that it is, but I can't work out what the proc is for it, whether it's just a super low proc or if it's on reload or what. Because I had it on my fucking... I had that double-barreled machine gun. Yeah. The zombie-specific one. And uh, I had it on that and upgraded twice. I think it has like 600 bullets a clip. So you never need to reload the fucking thing as it is. Yeah. And so it would proc. And then I just wouldn't see it proc for ages. And it didn't necessarily proc when I reloaded either. I don't know what, like how it worked necessarily. I think it it's all the time. It works like the cryo one because the cryo one procs Constantly. every bullet. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think it did though. I was definitely noticing a, a distinctly different like effect when it did proc. Yeah. That that's what was confusing me, and shit wasn't burning up, which was yeah made things hard there's an electric one as well uh and i have only seen other people with it i haven't actually had it myself so i don't really know how that one works uh, yeah i um so I was, i've been playing a bunch of that i played a bunch of it yesterday with um randoms hmm. um like just with matchmaking I just queued yeah, yeah matchmaking and i got a bunch of people who had made it to like rank 10 and had no idea what they're doing they were just in it to like kill some waves of zombies and see how far they could get and um over the course of it like we started out and i was typing to tell them what to do Mm -hmm. but around uh wave 15 they were like oh yeah we never made it never made it past 16 and around wave 15 uh it was way too hectic (laughs) for me to be uh like i was i was having to do a lot to keep them all alive so yeah. I couldn't be stopping and typing every now and then. Oh, okay. um, so I had to, I, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll voice chat. But yeah, they were like, they were super cool. They were like, they called me Gap, uh, which I wasn't huge on. That's clearly a clan tag. <laughs> um, and it did make me, didn't overwhelm me with confidence in their abilities. Uh, but yeah, uh, they're like, oh yeah. Um, at one point they're like, oh yeah, Gap knows where we need to go next. Just follow Gap. Uh, and like, <laughs> seven waves later when i decided to start using my mic i've jumped on and they're like oh have you got a mic gap i'm like yeah it's joby and they're like what (laughs) a joby mic and i'm like fucking hell oh my god they might actually be is this actually is this australians you're playing with yeah okay Uh, fair enough they didn't have they didn't have clan tags on or anything like that not not no. Maybe just new. Maybe. And they just like know. zombies. Well, they know. spent like the whole fucking game talking about, oh yeah, I don't know if they should have gotten rid of Juggernog and blah, blah, blah. So they've clearly played zombies games before. They clearly have some fucking idea of how zombies works. Just no idea how clan tags works. Anyway, <laughs> eventually we got over that hump. Uh, I, I showed them like, I didn't, I 
because I was typing, I didn't tell them how to do the challenges. So none of them did any of the challenges at the start, um, which put them in a bit of a spot until I solo killed all of the challenges in the temples. Hmm. And then I literally led them by the nose down to the Pack-A-Punch and show them how to use the Pack-A-Punch. Uh, and then, um, yeah, we were able to, like, they had upgraded weapons, so they weren't as fucked anymore. Um, and then I showed them how to make the ball, uh, the brazen ball, the shield, hmm. and... Yeah. Um, and then, like, when I realized that we weren't really going to make it that deep, uh, and when I saw that I had, I think, like, 23,000 more points than any of them i'm like ah fuck i'm just gonna i just started going into the mystery boxes and i was just cycling through them until i got what i wanted one of them had the homunculus which is the grenade you throw out and it drops a little like uh voodoo doll and the voodoo doll like stabs like draws all the zombies in and then stabs them all right and it's super good it's a great fucking like holy shit button and so i was trying to get that or I was trying to get the the scorpion, yeah, um, the scorpion weapon, and I managed to get the scorpion weapon, and that thing's fucking bananas, yeah, um, yeah, it fucking shreds. So, yeah, uh, I was just had, like making my own fun. We got to twenty four before uh, I went down first, and they all died trying to get to me. Hmm. Bow bow. So uh, the all this end game content is it. Is it doing the stuff that we were trying to do last week with the, you know, doing all the challenges and getting the, like, urn and putting it in the middle and collecting souls and killing all the the big dudes? Like, is that sort of what you need to do to get to the end or are we, we were fucking way off? No, we were on the right track. Yeah. We were not even close to where we needed to be. Yeah. Uh, there was... So you do all that. We were, like, that's about halfway. And then shit gets well out of hand yeah. basically can i ask uh, can i jump in the thing on the bottom left like the bl- the blight or whatever it was called on nine is that got to do with it <laughs> remember yeah. you press tab and there's like a little icon like a giant icon circle with little nodes yep. in it yeah okay and so that you does. figured out what that is no i watched the video and it explains it uh to like to give you an idea of what you need to do like uh, just a step in the right direction uh you need to get a axe wielder dude to throw an axe Hmm. and what like at you but you're hiding behind one of those big uh pyres in the main arena yeah the like wooden things that are on fire or whatever yeah and that chops off a piece of wood and you grab that piece of wood, yeah, and then you roast that piece of wood in. I think it's Odin's underneath Odin's tem- temple. Sure. And then you take that and you put it in a bowl, and you put that bowl in the blood room. In, uh, I'm gonna say Zeus's temple, and then you got to mix in some other shit. Uh, there's a skull on a <laughs> like on one of the bricks in yeah. the Packer Punch room. There's a slightly bluer skull, and you have to find that brick, and then you have to use your uh, Q, your special power, to uh, pop that brick out, and then you mm. can grab that brick, and uh, you do all this shit, and then eventually, oh, and each time you do any of this shit, uh, you have to survive two or three waves while it like 
cooks or like brews or whatever the fuck you have to like do all this and survive three waves and uh yeah and then by the time you've finished doing all of that hmm. uh you take an acid um like concoction and you put it on a discolored part of the ground in the um Ah, oh, the green temple. I can't remember the name of it. And uh, that teleports you to another dimension where right. you then have to fight off a bunch of waves. Uh, but then there's another like part where there's like a a, temp- a statue or like a fucking pillar. And when you activate the pillar, it shows up these uh these symbols, and each symbol uh like coincides with a different uh element that mm. a zombie can mutate into and right. depending on the order of bottom to top you have to kill one of those zombies in that order so it could be like a acid zombie and then a flame zombie and then and if you fuck up the order then you've you're done and uh, if a flame zombie dies because it gets too close to one of you and just explodes that fucks up the order as well so there's all these different ways, and that's just one of the temples. Yeah, right. That sounds Man. awesome. That it's, sounds so cool. It's like the like a weird, insane. Uh, like a raid in a. But I've never. There's no raid that has ever been as complicated as this. Yeah. What about Destiny? But, Destiny has some weird shit, right? Not even close, though. Right? Like not even close. But yeah, like in the in the same, I guess. That sounds same awesome. Um, yeah. have, that they figured out like the the problem we were running into was the damage drop off towards the thirties where we felt like we weren't doing damage. Is that something you can fix? There's no, no solution. You yeah. have to you have basically to go just yeah. Well, yeah. Like the the world first finished it in like wave thirty two or something. I think. Yeah. Okay. So, and you basically just have to combine the difference like modifiers on the weapons to shred shit yep. as opposed to just powering through shit from then on yeah um all yeah. right yeah fair enough as long, long as it won't we we just want shit <laughs> we no can- yeah we weren't like we weren't using everything to the best of our abilities i guess but yeah, yeah. we were yeah it just it, it's just it gets really really tough mm. eventually that sounds but awesome. Yeah. Has anyone figured out the other maps yet? Like um, Titanic I d- or... I don't know. Uh, I'm keen to check it out, but uh, yeah, I haven't been looking. Yeah, I yeah. Just... I'm, I'm keen to... Well, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we're not going to be playing it for a while. Um, Maybe not. Maybe not. But I jumped yeah. in and played one game of uh, Blackout over the last week with you guys. You did? <laughs> you were like, come on, just one game. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm baking cookies or something. Um, yeah. And we won. <laughs> and we won. Yeah. And uh, that actually, that leads me to my blackout bit, I guess. I have not had a lot of wins. I've not had a lot of wins over the last week. We're going uh, busy. Being very busy. I can't without, carry everybody. Without, yeah, without the carry. Uh, <laughs> Superman's been dead. And fucking Batman over here, that's me, I'm Batman, <laughs> yeah, has, right. uh, has had to team up with... Uh, Imagine there was, like, uh, not the Justice League, but worse than the Justice League. <laughs> like the Suicide Squad. Oh, worse than the Suicide Squad. 
but not as bad as the Suicide Squad movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Um, yeah, so I've been, like, playing uh, with just whoever's around, basically. And um, Nathan asked me, because Nathan rage quit at one point. Uh, we had a pretty rough one last night. I put up a video of it on my Twitter. You can have a look at it. Um, I, me, and uh, Quester X and Nate and Praetorian Gerald uh, are playing together and I snipe someone. Mm. Sorry, Quester X snipes someone on the back of a... Uh, on a ATV. Like, off an ATV, rather, I guess. They, so he shoots them off the ATV and then I come in with the next shot and take out the other guy on the ATV. And, uh, and then Gerald uses his rocket launcher to explode Nate. <laughs> independent of all of this action and i don't react very well to it uh because how are you supposed to react Uh, anyway nate nate was like saying i don't understand how you can play with people who are bad because i've been playing with gerald since like i think 5 30 right and that that happened at like 10 o'clock we've been playing together for a while at that point yeah um and so i've been playing with him all week uh and like i'd uh i'd played with bunny mcbeef uh, who jumped in and it took him like eight attempts to work out how to wingsuit and like you like nathan is just the he can't wrap his head around the concept and i was like trying to work it out but i actually really like playing with people who don't know what they're doing but you can watch them learn you can like see them actively getting better over the course of a game um it reminds me of back in PUBG days when uh Raisty used to jump in and Raisty would always declare that he was like the uh the weak link of our squad and like he he <laughs> didn't want to like be a burden and he'd fuck up and all this <laughs> kind of stuff. But you can actually chart his ability, his like progression as a player over the course of playing with us. <laughs> and like until it got to a point where like he and I like won games together. Hmm. We were we were like pretty regularly doing well in games together. And that's I think that's what I like, right? I like it when you can see that that's a like it's a completely it's it's not my path to progression. I'm not getting better. No. Uh I'm probably getting worse. Uh because a lot of the <laughs> stupid shit that I'd never get away with uh like because like when I'm playing with you uh I absolutely get away with it because we're all too busy concentrating on how Gerald's fucked up this time. Uh <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think that's what I like is that like yeah, this you get to watch people and like I you know, I'm I'm trying to walk through people like people through how to play and just like that act, active helping sort of shit. It's very similar to to zombies uh in my opinion. The only problem is when someone doesn't learn and I think Gerald has that problem. Like, Praetorian doesn't fucking learn. He doesn't... There's no... He starts at zero. And I think he might still be at zero. He still makes all the same stupid mistakes. He, like... He does all the same shit. 
he's still like actively going out to try to clean up kills when he should be staying in cover or he he will stop dead on the spot and like just stand and deliver at a motherfucker like in the in the open while he's trying to shoot someone down when he should probably be i don't know moving at mm. all and like stuff like that right like and that one that's pretty frustrating i just have to work out how the fuck i can explain to him like how to get better when i say we didn't have many wins i like we had some wins we had some good ones um yeah like some fucking proper clutch out of armor i don't i think that's like i feel like i haven't had armor at all it's it's my biggest complaint now like currently my biggest complaint with blackout is that i need to rework armor Hmm. because the pace of the game is such that you absolutely want to be moving at all times you want to be aggressive and taking fights where you can but it just having armor the way it is right now too heavily favors camping or not engaging yeah not engaging at all and it too heavily favors people who get circle blessed Hmm. and if you get circle fucked and you have to take a couple of fights along the way and you're all running into the edge of the circle. I had like three fucking games in a row all end on the lighthouse. And I had to swim. Like the last portion. And anyone who started near the lighthouse is just fucking bingo bango. Thanks thanks to the fucking win, baby. Because we can just watch as these idiots try to clamber their way up off a fucking beach sure. when they've already lost all their armor and they're trying to shoot into like into because I, i'm pretty i did not see a single fucking crate land in the water so generally the crate will aim to land on land mm-hmm. so yeah everyone who's who's like started near there is just fucking blessed with crates with level three with the best <laughs> weapons and you're like paddling in like a fucking idiot with your garbage and you're like oh hey i came down from hydro what's going on guys and yeah and then you fucking cop a fucking 50 cal bullets to the brain you're like oh cool hmm. third place uh yeah yeah i think that's been like my one of the focuses i've been working on is kind of uh like even if you know you're not gonna knock somebody like shredding their armor is a, a big deal because if something happens in a late game and you've got to move towards them or they've got to move towards you, then then you've got an advantage if they've got yeah. no armor. Um, yeah. And that becomes a big deal. Like it doesn't really matter how many times like you get hit in a normal game because you can just sit there and heal up. Like you've got 30 bandages, two trauma kits and a bunch of med kits or something like that. That stuff's fine. Yeah. It's the armor you got to worry about. Um, and if you can pick some decent shots off at other players and slowly chip away their armor, then that's massive at endgame. Um, so usually I'll try and do that. It's not like we're yeah. PUBG where sometimes you're like, oh, I'm not going to get the kill, so there's no point really shooting. Whereas yeah. in this, it's like, oh, I'm not going to get the kill, but at least I'm getting rid of their resource. So um, yeah. I think that's the yeah. way they kind of play it. So a, um, a good suggestion i saw from ben green who works at esl australia uh 
was that you would grab those armor plates yeah and actively use them to repair armor and that's I what we talked about last week yeah like like it's a healing not like I don't know I had a different idea and so when I saw his version of it I sort of oh yeah cool but I, I tweaked it again I wrote a story on Red Bull on how to how I think they can fix it on how they can fix um, Blackout mm. and so I, I think it'd be really good if it had like armor slots like uh, the guns and you put those plates into those slots uh, and that way you could lose those slots and it'd still have a normal amount of health after it was destroyed from the slot so you could still repair a mostly wrecked piece of armor sure um, and you've still got like level 1 level 2 and level 3 and level 3 still has a helmet and it's got 3 slots for armor and so there's a lot of a, a lot to be gained there but then you'd also like the the other boon was that uh consumer perk would actually be worthwhile because consumer perk is like a shit version of medic at the moment but if consumer also allowed you to apply armor faster like fucking all bets are off that'd be fucking fantastic you'd like it'd be tough to decide between taking medic and taking consumer i think because you might not be able to revive people as quickly but you would be able to like heal as fast and heal and repair your armor quicker sure so yeah that was that was my tweak on that idea it's just uh yeah i I think that that'd be a really good way to fucking tweak it Mm -hmm. and to make armor plates worth more than just that single mission right yeah i like i think it's coming that change they've talked about how they're looking into it and they talked about it during the beta like i think it's gonna it's still what two weeks out of launch a week and a half i think it'll come um they've been pretty good in terms of talking the community still like every day yeah (laughs) like talking about what they're fixing what they're looking at here's all the updates it's been really good communication from them i think um and I think that like people have been saying that's probably the biggest concern they've got in terms of the gameplay right now, um, apart from like network infrastructure. Yeah. Uh, so gameplay wise, I think it's the uh, armor situation, and they'll get to it. Like, it doesn't make the game bad at the moment. I think it's still playable. It's just something that will improve it a lot if um, they can figure out a way to sort of incentivize people to to attack or to be aggressive at least. Um, yeah so yeah it'll be good once they change it and i think they will yep yeah um the other thing the other major thing i'd like to see them change is the sound i think it's scaled incorrectly after a lot of play that's what i think it is is it's a scaling issue they've scaled it up from regular size and now it seems like everything is closer when it's quite distant yeah um i don't know if it's an easy fix but i know having visited Treyarch that it's something that they would want to fix because uh, the sound studios there are like hefty and they take a lot of pride in that. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they're working on that as well. But yeah, we had some we had some good fun games. Uh, I worked out that you can wingsuit from anywhere if you press the numpad three, uh, which is pretty huge. You can use it to run faster than on foot, yep. uh, which m- means it's kind of a bit broken. Yeah, I think that's uh, getting changed. It, it's... I was watching Shroud play uh, the last couple of days, and he's been using it a lot. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's that's going to get changed for sure. That'll be taken out. They'll either make it so that you've got to be a certain distance, right? Like a, 
above the ground or something before you can trigger yeah. it or I don't know but yeah that was that looks broken right now <laughs> make us like put a stagger on it put a stagger on fucking up a landing that's I think the best like if you pop it and you don't like I don't know fix fix yourself up before you land although that might also be a bit tricky you might wind up with a bunny hopping situation where people find a way to exploit it but you need a perfect amount of like movement or something I don't know yeah you can bunny hop still in this can you? yeah you can do it I, I was doing it during the um, beta and it's still in in the main game from what I saw you can't look forward you've got to be sort of uh, you've got to be facing sideways quite a lot um, right. but you okay. definitely like usually if you jump it'll do that like slow you down a little bit um, but the way yep. I had it going you could easily keep moving right uh, maybe I should do a video or something of sort of showing it when I get back into maybe it. Maybe you should. Yeah. Um, yeah, what else? What else? Um, yeah, just like basically played it all day on Sunday, I think. Yeah. Uh, it was just like, it was a lot of fun. Like, yeah. I, and you, like over the course of the day, you could actively see like Bundy worked out how to, Bundy McBeef worked out how to wingsuit and the level of play like skyrocketed from there like he was no longer uh, i feel like it maybe impacted his confidence mm -hmm. early on he felt like he was fucking us up because he was fucking us up uh we had like three three or four fucking hot drops at firing range in a row um where we were landing way late because he couldn't work out how to wingsuit and we were like okay so we'll go to <laughs> asylum on the other side of the okay it looks like we're going to firing range and it looks like everyone else already has guns yeah. uh boy um Baller yeah like once you worked it out we're like we we're fucking we we're kicking ass and it was awesome um sure yeah it's just it's it's good fun um i had a good one yesterday i killed some uh some streamers some like aussie esports streamers they're not like shooter players i believe they're uh casters and yeah i uh we landed at asylum and uh, I was the only one who actually made it to Asylum. And the other guys died at Rivertown, so I'm like, fuck it. Uh, I was alone with a full squad at Asylum. Hmm. And so I grabbed the auto shotgun and a, um, and a submachine gun. Uh, but by the time I got to them, all the ammo was gone. So there's the ammo in the guns themselves. Okay, at that, least that's, that's handy. Yeah, and so I uh, I rolled in, and so I was basically just stalking them around. Like they didn't know that there was a fifth person in there because I'd landed just short of asylum, and so they must have been like nobody landed here. We're all good. Yeah, and so I sort of crouch ran all the way through um, asylum, just sort of like like a stealth mission, uh, like sneaking up, and then uh, I like I get close enough one of them like walk past my my door and i just fucking sprint out behind them hmm. and like i ended one and then i uh went to end a second one and i ran out of bullets in my shotgun uh which was good i finished i got finished like i finished all my kills but i uh, ran out of bullets on my shotgun and he was still alive so i think he'd got the zombie crate um and so i switched to my submachine gun and uh, I'd already used half the ammo on that. 
So uh, I had no ammo. And when you dry fire with two weapons at once, it does not switch to fists. It switches between the weapons constantly. I think if you've got like auto switch weapon when out of ammo, that's a setting you can have. Right. If you've got two weapons without ammo, you'll just switch between weapons. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> that's what happened to me. <laughs> so that was pretty fun. So I just stood there switching weapons while he <laughs> shot me in the face. Uh, yeah, but that was that was good. It's good fun. Um, but yeah. I'm still really enjoying it. Uh, I will continue to play it until I have something else to play. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, and I, I was... Um, every time I'd look at those people in the chat, and I'm just like, man, I, I do want to jump in and play some. Yeah, um, yeah I'm just like, I, I just can't. I'm just too busy with, with Red Dead. But when I did jump in for that one game, I was very surprised that we did... I was like, I'll, I'll play a game till we win. <laughs> and then we won that one game. It was like, all right, my work here is done. <laughs> so back we, were on the, we were on the precipice, I think. I can't remember who we'd been playing. Was it Cleb and Liam, I think? And like we were real close to getting the win, I think, in that game previous. I think we'd come like second or third. Yeah, uh, It's just one of those... One of those ones, like, I find that there are, there's like a fucking keystone to success. And if that keystone fails, the whole bridge fails. Mm. And yeah, I don't know. I've been feeling like our sole keystone in a lot of games. Like, if I die, then our team will die. Yeah. And we won't get the win. And if I manage to survive and we can keep everyone alive then yeah and so yeah in that game just before we were like already down by one person and then you jumped in and too easy yeah it was me you Cleb and Gav so that's a competent team wasn't it Drew Drew and Gav I'm pretty sure it was Drew and Gav was it yeah I think oh yeah probably actually I think Cleb and Liam left yeah maybe yeah, and Drew jumped in. Yeah, you might be right, actually. But yeah, it was. It was a, it was a classic PUBG team. Um, yeah, and it was one of those ones where it's like, fuck, we got, like, nobody was sort of in the circle at the last moment. It was, we all had to move, and we had yep. to go, like, down a fucking hill while being yep. attacked from guys, like, from a river that had cover, and then some guys on our left that were in a house, like, a two-story house that had come out, and then we, we were... I think you got into like the gas station and somehow a dude had come up behind us. Like he looped all the way around. And so like, I'm getting pinged from behind Gaz getting pinged. And like, yeah, yeah, all of a sudden it just sort of fell together somehow. Yeah. <laughs> we got, yeah, we, we pulled some shit out. I think, uh, we, we didn't, I, I don't want to say we got lucky. Uh, I think I died before the end. That was the game, right? Down on the riverbank. Uh, I don't think you died. I thought we were all alive at the end. Near factory? No, I'm pretty sure I died. Right. Because I remember, like, being annoyed. Because if I, I, like, I had the fucking paladin and I just whiffed, like, six shots in a row. I'm like, if I'd hit any of them, this wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be dead. I was so, so mad at myself. Yeah. I'd have to go back and look. I thought you were alive I strictly remember Gavin was there because he was running next to me and he kept running into me. 
<laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? Stop running into me. What are you even over here for? <laughs> um, and I thought you were in the, the supermarket or the gas station shooting behind. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I was thinking of another game. Um, what was the other... Oh, yeah. We had a draw. We got a draw. Nice. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I put the video up in the Discord channel. It is spectacular. Uh, I believe it was Johnny Bravo. Mm-hmm. Johnny Bravo, uh, we're in construction. It ends in construction, and uh, we are like on the. It ends on the garage at construction. All like the entire lead up beforehand was fucking awesome. The amount of people who like rushed. I was dead. I'd been dead for fucking ages uh, at this point. Uh, I believe it was Liam, Johnny Bravo, and maybe Racy, maybe Bundy McBeef. I'm sure. not sure. I've been dead for a while. And they were just fucking slaying motherfuckers as they as these people tried to run into construction. And uh, yeah, it was fucking... They, they went huge. Anyway, they had to go down uh, to the garage from the top part of construction. And the circle was definitely ending on construction. And uh, at one point, fucking JB just starts hammering E. He's just like throwing all this fucking equipment. Like everything he's got. He's got like flashbangs, Molotov, grenade. And then it cycles through the grapple gun and he's still looking there and he aims and he shoots (laughs) at the spot where he's just throwing a fucking, like a fucking arsenal of explosives. And like he zips in... And he is like fucking, I don't know, five meters short of landing on top of all these explosives. And they all come in, like blow up, blow up like it's a fucking Michael Bay movie. And then he lands and he murders everyone. And he's standing on top of this circle and the other fucking, the last people alive are another level down. And so they just stand in the center of the circle and start fucking healing as fast as they can. Right. Uh, and it turns out that, like, at some point, you're not able to heal anymore. Okay. The game must just stop you from being able to heal, I guess, which I don't really agree with. Um, but, yeah, in the final circle, you just can't, can't heal. And so they ended on a draw. It's one of those places where if you had Outlander, you would have had a win. Maybe. Yeah, I, I wonder 100%. If, if that's to try and force people to not camp. Yeah, I and guess. to engage in that last fight, but it, yeah, if you get to a point where it's like nuke town, and <laughs> like it's two levels, someone's in the bunker, and somebody's yeah. like on the top, then then what do you do, type thing? Yeah. Um, th- at the end of the day, as well, it's like fuck. You you kind of don't want to win a game that way either. Like no. surviving up top because you had more hills, or you knew when to press the hill button, like in PUBG, right? You can't heal yeah. when you're 100%. So if you're in a team, the smart thing to do would, would be to shoot somebody in the leg, get yeah. below that threshold, and then have them pop a heal off earlier because then yeah. they've survived they longer. Chunk over, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that's like weird fucking tactics about knowing the intricacies of like the game of how it works and not really... I don't know. I'm fine with a draw. I think that's... Yeah. It's fine. It's- Still technically number one, right? Yeah, like, but it's... I don't know. Maybe it should yeah. have, like, a fucking... It beams you up to, like, a deathmatch arena. And it's... Gets rid of all your weapons. It's just Whatever a health on. you're currently on. And it's a punch-on. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Fixed it. With, in a circle that 
slowly shrinks. So if you like dodge away, you back into the circle yeah. and you take a bunch of damage anyway. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. That's a genius idea. Yeah, but there you go. Fix Call of Duty. What next? Too easy. Next, next is Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, man. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Nice shirt, you sellout. I know, right? Fucking. I'll move my wads of cash. Can't, can't see it, listeners, but he's he's wearing a Red Dead Redemption shirt. Yeah, he's a huge sellout. Um, so what I'm, we're gonna do I'm is a gray affair. That... It's just the same shirt from last week. I'm pretty sure. Oh no, you changed it because it was stained. Is that right? Yeah, I've got a bunch of gray shirts actually. I got shit loads of gray. <laughs> like shirts. Like Batman, just <laughs> like forty gray shirts. That's it. Yeah. Or Superman. Um. um yeah, so what we're going to do for the video uh, podcast is I've recorded about an hour and 15 minutes worth of content um, and I'll slap that on to this bit you're watching now and you're just going to watch it. Um, it's not anything to do with the story, the main story, because I am 70, maybe eight hour, 80 hours into the game. It is purely just me roaming around. Um, I, tr- I try and do a couple of side content stuff um Mm. but along the way things just happen and um i do get to a point where i get to a town and i'm like i'm gonna do this mission over here and then change my mind because it's a town that sort of unlocks a bit later on and i don't really want to sort of spoil what's going on there so then i go back to valentine right which is that's a valentine is where like i would have spoken about in my preview and you would have spoken yeah. about in your three-hour preview and like that's the first town that you get to. yeah so i do I, I wander around valentine this is about 30 minutes in and then i go up north into the the grizzlies where the snow is um and that's kind of the starting area and i do a bit of wandering around there and then i come back down and um all, all up it's about 195 minutes 60 78 maybe 80 85 minutes worth of game uncalculated gameplay um but it's not purely indicative of the main game it's just me running around in the world and shit happen and like things happen in that game that i have not seen before um so that's kind of cool which is awesome that's cool yeah how am i gonna watch it uh you'll have to watch the podcast i guess get us those clicks or you can play it By the time this it goes up. This is fucking bullshit. I, I can say... This is fucking bullshit. I can upload it. You can sit there and watch me be terrible. Um, Do it. So, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, yeah, so if you want to watch... Hang on, you're not going to upload it now? Not right now. I'm I have to sit here like a chump while everyone else gets to watch. I don't know how big I it is. I have to listen to you talk. Let me check how it's big insane. it is. It's 13 gigabytes at the moment, so I've got to fix it up. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, never mind. The other thing Sorry. is at 1080p... Um, it's not. I didn't record it at 4K, and it's not in HDR, obviously. So, um, but it still gives what's you an idea point? of what's going on. Just random. What's, what's even the point? Yeah. What's the point? Um, right. Yes. Yeah, Red so Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. Red Story Dead Redemption Two of Arthur Morgan. Arthur Morgan. It's 1899. It's sort of the end of the year. Return of the century. It's the end of the. Do it in a cowboy voice. No, I'm not doing it in a cowboy voice. Just, just do something in a cowboy voice. No. Howdy. <laughs> that was that's terrible. Say there's a snake in my boot. There have been zero snakes in any of my boots. You don't do you have own boots? Yeah, I got boots. Go and get them. Oh no, I thought in the game I've got boots. Fucking spoiled. It's crazy. Um so yeah, it's eighteen ninety nine, sort of the end of the like outlaws, sort of all the um all the gangs are being hunted down and they're really on the run now. 
and Arthur's gang or the the gang that Arthur's a part of is really on the run and they're kind of down to their scraps and really scourging for resources to keep themselves going and that's sort of like where the um the game opens up and we played well you played the first six hours um a couple weeks back and um got to experience the start of that game and it's um yeah man it's it's really good that start like the opening of it is a good start of i like the title screen especially like the sort of giving you an idea of what is going on it's so fucking good um and sort of you're in this the, the grizzlies where everything's snowy it's getting cold and they've been sort of run out of of this one of the towns that they've done this last robbery on and they're just trying to survive in the cold um things aren't going well fucking the protagonist from red dead redemption um is not doing very well like john marston, john marston is you kind of find out how he gets that that scar that's on his face so this is obviously a, a prequel to red dead redemption that's set before that time um which is another thing that, that's really cool so you get to interact with some of the characters from that story as well and the main protagonist from from that game who's in this actually quite a lot um yeah and so the game starts off in you really learning a lot of these mechanics and and the first maybe three or four hours is set in this snowy mountain range where it's extremely funneled like it's taking you through all of the mechanic well like a bunch of the simple mechanics about um hunting and how to use dead eye um looting people learning how to use your horse like it's not an open world game at that stage it's very linear and it's sort of guiding you through this experience of what this world is going to be about and um which is chapter one um it lasts about 90 minutes yeah it's yeah it's it's maybe two hours maybe three depending on how quickly you you go through it no way it's three holy shit i don't know it could be how like were you using that um the cinematic camera thing i was talking about yeah did you use that yeah i I was talking about in my preview i just whenever we were writing anywhere switched to cinematic camera hold x and it'd do the writing for you sure i guarantee you that speeds up a lot of the 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 that starting phase at, at least because it is so linear mm. like everyone listening do that like whatever i think it's the back button on xbox um do that to skip through a lot of the that early phase like obviously draw it in take it in but yeah i 100 percent think you could like just sort of blast through it so you can get to the part portion of red dead that is that they spent sure five years creating you know yeah but yeah i don't don't know if it speeds it up but i guess that's something you test um yeah and just like the starting in that area is really cool we talked about it in the preview but just the sort of way that you interact with the snow um like the lighting in the game is phenomenal It, it, it really especially on 4k hdr like it looks ridiculously good um like the sun sort of beaming through the trees um off of like sunsets things like that it just it really sets a level of detail that we don't see in a lot of games and i think that them like you can make a game look really good but the moment that you stick a like an awesome lighting engine in there fucking looks insane which is really interesting because you look you look at what nvidia is doing with their latest graphics cards and yeah. lighting is like one of their biggest focuses for this new graphics card. I think it's going to yeah. change 
um, the way games look quite a lot because the way that Red Dead Redemption looks is it's insane looks so good um so yeah once you sort of get the idea of some basic mechanics and and one of the big deals in the game is like the interact button um which you hold down a trigger on playstation 4 it's it's l2 and you can look at things and interact with them if it's a person it'll be being able to talk to them it may be it could be like greeting them or antagonizing them robbing them um completing like accepting quests off them or accepting money there's uh things you in the environment you can look at and either pick them up interact with them you, you can use it to look at your horse you can use it to uh feed them brush them uh change like different types of interactions in the, in the game which is unique because normally when you press that button in most games it's i aim my gun at somebody and that's especially in a shooter and that's not what that button is in this game. It's your interact. Yeah. But you also do use it to shoot at people. Um, and so you, you hold down that trigger button. And if you want to draw your weapon out, that's when you hit your uh, R2. And that's what pulls the gun out. And then you can start aiming at things. Uh, and it's an, it's an interesting way of sort of approaching, like, uh, I don't have to shoot at everything. Like, this is my interact button. And I can just, I can talk to people. I can threaten them. Or... Um, I can try and defuse a situation. Maybe they've pulled their gun out. Or maybe I'm being robbed and I want to surrender. But then they're going to come and rob me and I will pull my gun out and shoot them, which is something that happens in the video later on that you'll see. Because um, I got robbed for the first time, second time, I think. Um, right. Yeah, and so like the way that they've sort of done that type of mechanic is really interesting and cool. So... Uh, yeah, once you get to chapter two, that's when you start in Valentine, and uh, that's when the game really opens up, and it's a it's an open world experience from then on. And what's really unique about it is, and it's something that you touched on um, a couple of weeks back, is you've got main missions in the game, and they're indicated on the map as a yellow marker. It'll have like the initials of whose quest it is, and you can go do that mission if you want. Or you can just roam around in the world and explore. And for the majority of the time, there will be no indicators on the map like of things in the area to do. It'll just be you riding around and exploring. And sometimes there'll be a marker that comes up and it's like a question mark. It's like, hey, there's something in this area. Maybe if you want to go, you can go check that out. And as you get close and start walking around, then you might be able to find the thing it's talking about. Other times it could be you on a road and a person is calling out for help or trying to get your your attention and then they'll show up as like a white marker on the map um other times you might have uh like initiated a side mission and it'll show up on the map as is like hey here's an area here you might want to go look at and that'll be like the only time that there's actually something on the map that it's like oh i can go up the top left hand corner over here and go do that thing really the only other time that there's something on the map is during those main missions or if you've been given something to go look at later on like hey go up to, go up to this part of the map and that'll trigger the next part otherwise the rest of it is all exploration and running around and discovering things for yourself and triggering these events and strangers and random encounters that happen in the world and um i think it works well in some games like um i think spider-man 
is one we played recently where there's stuff on the map and you can go and collect it and like it shows you on the map where all this stuff is i think it works well in, in games like that um but in certain games i think it can become overwhelming specifically like assassin's creed is one that we That's played the one we were talking about right recently. yeah yeah and i think that if um like the contrast of like how red dead does it compared to assassin's creed where you just look at the map and it's like i'm so overwhelmed with all this stuff that is here i really don't know what i should be doing first it yeah. can become yeah overwhelming did you get around to turning on exploration no because i haven't played it since then right yeah <laughs> like i think like if if that should be the default that's that should be the only game mode in my opinion i yeah, like in Assassins. The, and so, it is yeah. quite comparative. It's still more, I think, than Red Dead. But like it's compared to, you know, the Assassins you're used to, it is so decluttered. And it's so much, it's so freeing, mm. you know? It's it's like that burden is lifted to find, to do everything, to go everywhere, to look at everything, Yeah, right? And it's something that, yeah, I didn't realize until I had played Red Dead how, yeah, overwhelming, like you said, like how overwhelming it can be. Uh, yeah. But with with Assassins, the thing that they've got going is that it's an experience treat, right? And you're, you're earning experience. So you wanting to go out and do these certain things is like the grind, right? Of it. Yeah. Whereas in, in Red Dead, there's no experience. I mean, there's your cores, which you level up... Um, for doing certain things in the world Question. yeah how quick did you level up stamina uh, i think i've maxed it out um but how quick did you max it it i think it took a while i don't know off the top i was one blip away from maxed stamina in my play session uh there's different levels of stamina you know that right oh does it tick up further because I could fucking swim for ages. I could sprint for ages. My guess is that it was ramped up for the previous Maybe. Session. So there are... You've got three cores in the game. There is stamina, uh, health, and Deadeye. And yep. while you're doing certain things in the world, it, it, you start getting like points for these cores. And um, I think it's... I actually don't know. Um, each level is worth a certain amount of points. It's not 100. It's sometimes it could be 100 but when i went into options it's like 592 points and i'm like okay whatever um anyway so you start earning like levels and it's like level one deadeye gives you these abilities and level two deadeye is now improved a little bit now you can see um you'll be able to target like target your enemies as opposed to just just it'll just randomly paint them as you move your cursor over and then like level six or whatever is you can see highlighted areas on the body whereas where you'll do the most amount of damage like these are vital organs and so each time you level up it's sort of like a in the brain you, maybe in the brain stem yeah yeah and so you can start using in that for um for hunting as well so it'll show you like on an animal where the heart is or where where the head is if you're a bit not with it um so yeah you you actually i'm still leveling up dead eye at this stage i'm pretty close to getting there but the other two i'm i'm pretty sure that i've maxed stamina and and health um right the other one is horses you you level up your horses like your bonding level your horses have 
three cores or uh, horses? They've got stamina and health, right? Stamina and health. Yeah, that's all they've got. Okay. And so you can um, you can le- you can level up your bond bonding with them, and that allows you to do different maneuvers. Like I can yep. now do a skid turn um, yep. or a fast stop. I don't, it's not called a fast stop, but yeah. Do you have a um, do you have like a maxed out horse? I got uh, three horses at the moment. Um, yeah. The horses have different attributes for like how quickly they can run, um, and I think there's two levels, like speed and some other shit. I can't can't remember off the top of my head. But carrot eating, carrot eating, yeah. And uh, and so I've got a horse. It's like two bars off the max for both. Um, so I, I'm guessing there's maybe like another horse out there that i can go get but otherwise yeah you got level four bonding on that it doesn't take long and is level four bonding best friends they they sing together they sing yeah, yeah. harmonizing the yeah that's good yeah so can you do dressage yeah yeah you know that's that's that weird fucking horse walking shit i haven't i don't think so you're supposed to at max at max bonding with your horse you're supposed to be able to do dressage with it yeah maybe you can I haven't like that's not a thing I'm curious to do I'm busy robbing banks and shit what'd you just turn off your fan I don't know what I did oh I turned what is that <laughs> we're back yeah um, yeah um, so yeah the whole idea of just going out in the world and exploring it and things happening to you on the way is really cool. The um, and I think a lot of open world games like uh, like Assassin's Creed could re- really learn something. I think Skyrim did a pretty good job, like something similar where you would just be running around and just random shit would happen to you. That that's really cool. And I think they've they've taken a lot of inspiration from from games like that. It goes back to Fallout, right? Yeah. Like it obviously goes back to CRPGs of old. Yeah. If any, if we're if we're gonna go anywhere with it, like yeah, this the old old school games where yeah, you had like the very separate open world navigation style. Like in Fallout, you had the map, and you would like sort of path the thing, and you'd roll roll a million dice to see if you had a random encounter along the way. Mm-hmm. And that random encounter would be on a separate map, you know, and, and stuff like that. And eventually we got to the point where, you know, we could have Morrowind, you know, having... I don't think there were... Tr- I think there were truly random encounters, but most of the encounters in Morrowind were generally scripted. And now we're getting to a point where there are scripted encounters that are randomly generated. You know? Sure. Yeah. And the next step is random encounters that are randomly generated. Right, yeah. Where, you know, someone walks into frame and they're like, and then they walk away and you're like, what the fuck? Or they're like, holds up Spork. That is truly random. Hmm. Yeah. You know, holds up Spork copy pasta. You know the one I'm talking about? No. Just call this, call this episode holds up Spork. Okay. We'll, yeah, we'll do that. Um, the other thing that I, I like that it does is... Uh, I call it Red Dead Revengeance. Okay. 
So the other thing I like about it is that uh, the the side missions, like your your stranger missions, or just the the things that you come across in the world, um, there are multiple parts to some of this stuff. So depending on how you approach it, they can play out quite differently. Um, for instance, like one that I can that I came across maybe two nights ago was some some guys sort of just jumped out of the woods and had like prison uniforms on and they were chained up and like hey can you help us out type thing um and so i shot like the locks off their chains and let them free and then later on i came across them and they were set up and they were like at a campfire somewhere and there were like wanted posters up for them and they were like can you go take down our wanted posters and then so i'd go and do that and i'd come back and like just the like the way that these things sort of keep coming back and the story progresses as you keep going and depending on what you do i'm really curious of how that sort of evolves like what happens if i just fucking murdered both those guys that yeah. that thing ends or um like i could go if i wanted to i could take down the wanted posters go back and then either tie hog tie them up and take them to the sheriff or tell the sheriff that they're out there. Like, just different ways you can approach those missions and then how that would sort of trickle down and branch off into something completely different I think is really cool because um, a lot of that stuff does seem to branch out and and things that, like, you'll do a mission and it's like, it's not really over, over yet. It'll tell you in the game, like, they'll come back later on or something like that and you'll just run into them two or three hours later. One I heard you talking about was a woman trapped under a horse. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah. And and she got grumpy with you, right? Because you didn't help her on the horse fast enough? Right. So, yeah, there was one where I was pretty close to start and um, and she was trapped under a horse and I'd been doing some hunting at that stage. <laughs> and the way hunting works is you skin animals and um, some of them you can just lay on the back of your horse. You can stow them away. And then when if you want to put a carcass on the back, you also throw that on the back and, and sort of it takes up a slot and so this woman is trapped on the on the side of the road under this horse it like just collapsed on her and i go and try i rescue her and she's like oh i'm too far out of town can you take me back to valentine and i'm like oh shit all right so now i've got to take this carcass off the back of the horse but i'm still processing like what is going on at this stage like oh what am i supposed to do and so i eventually take the carcass off the back of the horse and by that stage she's gotten grumpy with me and just being like, oh, don't worry, I'll walk myself. And just sort of off she went. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I encountered her. Right. In my six-hour playthrough. Yeah. Uh, and I actually got her back to her house. Yeah. And she was pretty grateful because uh, I didn't have a bunch of shit on the back of my horse. Yeah. So it didn't really take me any time. But yeah, um, I wonder like how that version would have played out different. You know, maybe she's got some something she wants help with right. down the road that she doesn't want your help with you know but she'd want my help with yeah. and stuff like that you know? there have been missions uh, like that where a guy comes out of the woods and he's been bitten by a snake and this is this will be one of my complaints um and he's kind of like oh i've been bitten by a snake and so you suck the venom out of his leg and then give him some tur wild turkey or <laughs> some bourbon or whatever and yeah. um and off he goes and then later on you'll run into him at a town and he's like oh this is the guy i was telling you about he saved my life um you can go to the gun shop and every buy whatever you want it's on me um 
that sort of stuff has happened a, a couple of times and my only com- one of my complaints about the game is that it's got these random encounters or these 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 type of events that will happen to you <clears throat> and it's the things of like like running into somebody on the side of the road and then being bitten by a snake or um coming across a carriage that's being held up and there is there's only i think in the completion list i think there's 25 listed of these random encounters and each time you get through one it, it sort of ticks up and the game says all right you've done one out of 25 and then two out of 25 and it goes up i hit 25 out of 25 um about 30 percent of my way through the story which wasn't like it was still i don't know 30 hours into the game or whatever but i would like either there have to be more of that sort of stuff or for it to be spread out a little bit more because now i'm i'm now that i'm 80 hours into the game 50 hours ago i saw all that stuff and now i started i started repeating some of those things already like there's the right. snake guy i've seen him i've seen that happen like four or five times now and so that right. can be i mean it's still cool that stuff happens and it's sort of random but i feel like i've seen it too many times now well you I, but like you're still seeing new shit though right yeah and that's the other thing is that there are these side missions like there's random shit that is happening for instance the video that i'm that's playing at the moment um and it's probably still got maybe another 20 30 minutes left there there's like a moment where i, I get robbed and that's only happened to me twice um at this particular stage i i surrender like you can come and you can come and rob me and then he comes over he starts taking my my wallet or whatever it is and then i shoot him in the head and then i murder all of his friends that happens and then there's one stage where i'm I'm getting attacked by wolves um there's there's a dude i come across who he's who i'm looking up looking for and he's got like a um it's it's actually part of a mission a side mission and he gets ambushed by a, a bunch of guys and i help him out and later on i'm i'm going down a road and there's a fucking naked man or something in like the bushes who is making weird noises and I don't know what his deal is, but he runs off and then all of a sudden like a bunch of wolves come chasing me. So I I, I got to go back and see what's going on over there. But just like the wolf man. Yeah. Like maybe he is a wolf man. Like I've, I've had things and I don't want to talk about some of the things that have happened to me, but I've had things happen. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like that is so random. And the fact that I've played 80 hours of this game and then I'm still having things happening that like side mission stuff or just random things i'm like what the fuck is going on like i've not seen that before and that stuff's really cool the things that have happened to me like four or five times i'm like ah that kind of sucks that that keeps happening to me but yeah it's i don't like how i don't know how it differentiates between that some of that stuff must be random missions and other stuff must be just like random encounters that are always going to be in the world like the robberies and the the guys asking for help or um that sort of thing so yeah I, I just wish there was more of either more of those random encounters or just it was stretched out a little bit so that when i wasn't going to like a mission i didn't come across four encounters along the way which you know maybe it shouldn't happen as much but that's really my only maybe. complaint about that random stuff is that sure it, it may be a bit too much um but otherwise yeah i love like how there's just so much going on in the world and it just seems like even though i'm this far into it i'm just seeing stuff that i've not seen before and it feels like really organic of like me going to an area that i haven't explored 
even though like the stuff you're seeing in the video a lot of that is in the starting area and i just haven't been there yet like the game hasn't had me go to that part it is now it's sort of taken me up there at this stage of the game but it's just like interesting that um just a lot of that i haven't seen that there are there's a uh, did you talk about the serial killer stuff during the preview uh i think i may mention it did in on the podcast but yeah. yeah there's a serial killer in the game and it's one of those things you just randomly come across and uh yeah, it was close to the starting area. Like, I'd fucking 60, 70 hours in, I was writing down a thing, I was like, what the fuck is that? And that's how that triggered. Uh, and I thought it was nuts, because I'd... Like, it's just something I completely missed. And and it's something that anybody could miss, right? Like, you could have... You found it in your six-hour preview. And I yeah. it took me 70 hours to realize that. Um, yeah, it's just... That, that sort of stuff is, is fascinating, just the way it sort of evolves. and And it's one of those things where... Everybody is going to see different things in the game and experience them in different orders. Um, yeah. Because you don't necessarily have to do... I'm sort of playing it like I'm going and doing all the missions that I can. I uh, The embargo for this is up... Well, we, I'm going to try and put this up as soon as we can. Um, yep. Which will be Thursday night uh, yep. in Australia, at least. It'll be. It's basically going up the, the time that New Zealand has their launch. Um, yeah. And I am, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm still got a ways to go because the game's enormous. Like, it's so big. There's, there's just so much content there. Um, yeah. And it's fleshed out so well. The, the, the main campaign stuff is extensively big. Like, there is, there is a reason this game is on two fucking discs. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Two discs is a fucking revelation, isn't it? Like, yeah, like I don't think anyone fucking knew that, right? Uh, I didn't know it beforehand. Yeah, so... Um, there's a there's a a data disc. I don't know if anyone can see that. And then there's a Bananas. there's a second disc, but it's in the game at the moment. Um, the game disc. Yeah, there's a game disc. So you put this thing in. It takes an hour and fifteen minutes to install. An hour not and fifteen minutes. Why not? I'm all digital, baby. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's still a hundred and what ten gigabytes, I think. Yeah, it's only gonna take me however fucking long to download. It's gonna be a good one. Um, what I will say I'm is... we get to preload it soon, because fuck. There is a map that comes with the game, in the box at least. I oh, would yeah. suggest don't look at it. <laughs> don't look at it? No. I don't think you should look at the game map that comes with the disc. Now, that's pretty crazy if you think about it, because the game map in-game is covered until you reveal it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy that it's got a map. Yeah, um, which is sort of disappointing for me at least. Um, from what I understand, there was only four copies globally they got retail discs everybody else got um digital codes but because the game was so big rockstar wanted to send out some um retail discs in australia because the infrastructure is not great no, sometimes garbage. yeah um but i, I, I chose a retail so i got a retail disc which was nice super unique and then i opened it up and i'm like oh there's a map in here and i looked at the map and i was like oh god no i shouldn't be looking at this map <laughs> because uh, I feel like there are things on that map that could um, potentially spoil some stuff in the game right and um, uh, it was leaked right it was leaked uh, ways ways guide. back no no but the the actual map was leaked right and uh, it's well for, like already uh, I thought that it was pretty close to the leaked map yeah uh, but having seen the two now like the full map 
I didn't like study details on it, but I saw the shape of it and stuff. That leaked map was pretty much on point. Yeah, that leaked map we talked about years and years ago. Um, yes. And it was, it, yeah, it was pretty good. It was, it was on Different point. names. It's got different names, yeah. but otherwise, yeah. Yeah. And so if you saw that leaked map, you would probably, um, yeah, the, there's stuff in there that you don't want to see. So yeah, I'd stay away from that completely as as much as you can. There is a uh, uh, companion app. Oh, is it? I, uh, I haven't had a chance to get a hold. It's not out yet. So, Right. So you can't. Yeah, but apparently that has like an in-game map and other functionality tied to the game. Um, yeah. Social Club's not online yet, so I haven't played with any Social Club stuff. Um, yep. But yeah, it's on two fucking discs. Takes about an hour and ten minutes to install. The day one patch, um, I think that's the one everybody's getting. It was about four gig, three and a half gig. Not massive. Doesn't take long. So that's good. Right. Um, like I'm, I saw people commenting, being like, "Oh, this is the way all games should be, like on two discs, and there shouldn't be thirty gigabyte day one patches." But that's not what this is. This is not like they've stuck the day one patch on here. This is like fucking. This game is just that big that it needed this game's two discs. Enormous. Yeah. Um, there will be a day one patch. There might. I don't know when the second patch is going to come out. There might be one soon. Like maybe when the game launches. I don't know. Um, but otherwise, it's yeah, it's it's massive, and there's a reason for that because there's just so much content here. Like it's it's insane. Um, Rockstar generally don't give out early copies of games. I don't remember the last time I got an early copy for Rockstar for something. It's usually on the day. I feel like La Noir. Uh, I I used to get a week or so early. Really? Yeah. For the older stuff, for though, not, not the GTA. For gamering, yeah. You got GTA yeah, I got early. GTA 4 early. Fuck. No, 5. I got GTA... Well, I... I think GTA, uh, Game Arena had shut down when GTA 5 yeah. dropped. Um, but I would have. I probably would have. But they will do, but they do the very restricted, like, you and three other motherfuckers get a copy yeah. in each region. Yeah, you know? right they heavily restrict who can get it because they are so like I reckon they'd fucking they'd kill someone they would murder you yeah. if you leak shit yeah um so this was 10 days in advance which is huge yeah. from now that is that is like huge even for like that's twice what I would have gone yeah you know like for the GTA games and stuff um yeah it's still that is a huge amount of time I would have liked uh, which is awesome longer <laughs> Fuck off. Because... Fuck off, prick. No, like... What a prick. There is... I, how dare he? I've been listeners. playing... How dare he? So much. Stuff. Like... Oh, my God. So, we're talking... We're talking about... I've been playing for a week, and I've put in, like, 80 hours, maybe. 70 or 80 hours. I'm playing, like, a lot every day. I'm fucking so tired. I'm so tired. Shut your whore <laughs> mouth. Um, and I, I... Oh, my God. I don't think I'm going to finish it by the time... Like it's it's out. My reviews up. You have to. But I've I've, I've played enough of it to get an idea of my thoughts. Um, what if there's stuff at the end? Oh, I'm sure there is. I feel like I'm getting close, but I still feel like I'm always off. It's, Power through. Power through. Especially looking at the map, Just, I'm like, oh my! I haven't even been down to these other areas. Power through. Finish the the game. Nah. Write your review, and I can edit it for you to make it legible. <laughs> I can edit it back from the brink of nonsense. It'll be, due to it'll be sleep swap. deprivation. Yeah, yeah. The um, yeah, 
Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. I got questions. I got questions. Sure. All right. Were you going to go down? I was going to keep talking, man. I got, I got notes here. All right. I want to talk about the weapons. Sure. What's the best weapon? Um, so the weapons, the way the weapons work is there are stores in the towns that you go buy guns from. Yep. Um, and they seem to be locked behind game progress my is my guess because they um right. it doesn't really tell you when or when things will unlock it's kind of just you'll be playing and all of a sudden it's like hey you should go to the gun shop new guns are available or hey there are new horses at the stable type thing um right so i don't actually know like i've still got locked guns on my thing on my list all right what's the best gun you've got so i'm using at the moment uh the lancaster rifle uh i think it's a Volcano pistol? Volcano? I only just got it. What? Like volcano or of Vulcan? I think it's volcano. Okay. It's pistol. Anyway, it does a lot of damage. Um I haven't been using pistols what, much. What what kind of yeah, pistol is like a that's not a revolver. Oh sorry. There there are pistols the the volcano I think is a pistol. Right. Um but you can dual wield, so I can have like a pistol in one hand, a revolver in the other, or a or a sword off shotgun something like that i've been mainly using rifles because they're accurate and they do a lot of damage um yeah i've only really just started sort of dual wielding dual wielding as well but i don't know i just feel like the rifles are usually one to two shots whereas the pistols can be a bit or the the revolvers can be a bit average um in terms of so when we talk about so can you clarify what you mean by a pistol then so there are revolvers in the game what is yeah, so what's a pistol in the game? Um, so I've only got the one that I'm using, which is this volcano thing. Volcanic. Volcanic, is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Um, and I think that maybe has clips or something, because it reloads quicker, I think. I don't know. Okay. I've only just started using them. I don't really use pistols or ri- uh, revolvers. I just use rifles most of the time. Okay. Um, so your Lancaster is your favorite then? I'm using that at the moment, yeah. And then I sort of carry a semi-auto shotgun with me from time to time that'll be like my backup uh and then yeah the guns um my uh, the complaint i've got with the guns is sometimes you go on missions and you'll start a mission all of a sudden like the gun you are using is not the gun that i was carrying and like all your rifles are gone all of a sudden and it's like oh fuck now i'm gonna turn around go back to my horse because um, all your oh, inventory okay. is sitting on your horse. Stored on your horse. Um, yeah. So you can cycle through all the rifles that you've bought or all the shotguns or all the pistols and be like, oh, I'm going to use these two guns for this one. Um, yeah. And then I'm going to swap out these sort of... Uh, these different types of side weapons that I've got and, and then go in. And sometimes you just start a mission and it's like, you've got one pistol and the two rifles you had are gone. It's like, well, what the fuck? That can be a bit frustrating. I don't know why that's happening, but it is. Um, sure. But otherwise, I think the shooting is really good. It works well. Cover system seems to work fine. I'm a big fan of Deadeye and the way that works. It's a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, it's good. It's good. Okay. Um, and do you use the bow and arrow very much? Uh, during stealth missions, it's good because it doesn't make any noise. So you can headshot. Does it upgrade? or Not that I've seen so far. Um, there are different types of bow, um, sorry, different types of arrows you can get. Right. You can have like explosive arrows. Um, there are small game arrows, which you use for smaller types of animals. 
Um, Rabbits. Because each each animal has like a star rating on it. And yeah. uh, you can find an animal that's like, this is a perfect wolf. And if you use a gun on that wolf and maybe you shoot it too many times, it damages the corpse. And so the skin is not as valuable. Uh, whereas yep. if you use specific types of ammo or specific type of gun, then it'll make yep. the the value of it higher. Um, so there are like certain types of animals that it's like, you need to use a small game arrow on this. Otherwise you'll just fucking blow it up. Obliterate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. as far as I'm aware, there aren't any other types of bow and arrows, sorry, bows yet. I've only found the one, right. but there are different types sure. of arrows and ammunition that you can use for it. Yeah. I've not done a lot of yeah, hunting cool. at all. Like I'm, I'm surprised. The hunting that I'm That's doing cool. is the. St- I'm going to do all hunting. I think. All right. So the reason behind that is that I think the way the crafting is set up is pretty poor. Um, okay. It's it doesn't really like the 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 crafting the way the crafting works is a lot of it is tied behind perfect like animals. You've got to find the good ones. There's no sort of gradual like oh you can use a a good wolf's pelt to to craft this thing it's like no the good one is just for money and that's it um and because you can only carry one at a time for a lot of this stuff um depending on how big the animal is it can be a bit tedious of being like i'm gonna i'm gonna go get this giant thing and take it all the way back to my camp or back to the butcher and sell it especially if you're making a dollar fifty of it like it's not a lot of money at the end of the day isn't it? No. Does it seem like a fucking ton? I so when I got a hundred and forty five dollar bounty, yeah, that that was chump change. I've currently got uh, three thousand dollars or two and a half thousand dollars, and I've upgraded my camp as much as I can. Um, right. I'm I'm literally just running like I, I just don't have the stuff to upgrade my, um, like my satchel because I don't I haven't seen four perfect wolves or whatever it is that I need to do it, and that's. Yeah, that's why I'm just not a fan of the crafting. Um, I think it could be done better. Like, you can upgrade things in your camp, the tables or, um, like, floor rugs, but it doesn't, as far as I'm aware, it's like it doesn't tell you this does this specific perk. It's just a thing to make cosmetically the place look better. Right. There's not a lot of, like, you can upgrade your satchel and you now carry more things. Um, there There are dudes, like, trappers out in the environment who are sort of, like, specialist... Um, animal catchers and you can go and get yeah. them to craft you things but at the same time yeah. there he's got like eight things he can craft you and each one of those categories that you go in it's like he's got four things and maybe it's like a, a holster or your uh, your wet, your ammo belt or your hat or a, a coat and so there's the four things and then you go on the next slot and it's like the same four things it's just a different style and each upgrade is like, oh, it, it sort of does quite a similar thing. It's like 25% more ammo you can carry. It's not really... Yeah. There's no like gradual, like this one's 20, this one's 50, this is 100% more ammo. Right. It's just like you need four perfect skins and then that's the max you can get. I just wish yeah. it was a bit more like give you some incentive to sort of start off yeah. small and then start go. Start small and go up. Yeah, fair enough. Because I'd always be coming in and being like, hey, take this deer pelt a deer skin and then here's some rabbit fur and you can't use it for anything he just sells it basically um right which i don't know i wish that was done a bit better because and that's my biggest complaint about like a lot of the fucking far cry games right is that they tone back all the crafting 
on that sort yeah. of stuff that made a lot yeah, of fun. True. So there are um, there are like legendary animals out in the world, and you can either find yeah. them by being out and about and running into them, or uh, I did find a map at one stage that shows you where they are on the map. So you can then use that stuff to go and craft other things. But I've only killed a couple of legendary animals, so hunting's not been a huge focus. It's mainly just like fuck. I'm getting. Did it. you kill a legendary bear? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, was that rough or what no I did that the first go did you get mauled by a bear uh have you been mauled by a bear yeah I feel like yeah there was that's pretty great during the tutorial yeah unless or is it just the the legendary it's the only time I've been attacked by a bear is the legendary one yeah it was a big bear all the other bears I've seen have been small fucked me up man It was awesome. Yeah. Because I tried... That's the one I tried to shoot with a bow and arrow. Right. Points. I don't know if you... It did nothing. I think I killed it with a bow and arrow. How? Just kept pinging it. I definitely killed Ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. So, yeah, I'm just... It didn't, it didn't even react to me shooting in the head with a bow, with an arrow. It was just like... Yep. Dinner time, motherfucker. Mm. And I was like, no, please. I don't want to be Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. But I was... Yeah, so the hunting, um, I'm keen to go check some of that stuff out later on, but it's not... What about fishing? I've done fishing, yeah, I think I've done uh, quite a bit of fishing. The way fishing works is you get a, a pole, um, there is different types of tackle, depending on... Is there a mission to get a pole? Yes. It's right. part of a mission. How early in? Took a while. Right. Took took a while for <laughs> me to get to fishing. And, um, yeah, so you, you get given a pole... And you buy tackle. There's different tackle depending on where you want to fish. Small lakes, rivers, um, the types of fish you're after. There's different types of bait. There are areas in the world that have different types of fish. Um, There are legendary fish. Uh, You caught a legendary fish? No, not yet. There was a mission for me to go find one. um, I found one. Yeah, I found it, but I couldn't catch him because I'm not too sure why. I tried a bunch shit. and then uh, the dude I was with was like I'm out I'm going back to the thing I'm like alright see you dude so off he went um, right. what I want to talk about is the uh, the gang members uh, I think the interaction and the way the gang members are portrayed is fucking awesome so good Yeah. so you start off the game and um, you set up like this base camp and you go back to that base camp and you start upgrading it with better facilities you're bringing in food for them uh, you're bringing in money, which eventually you can upgrade yeah, different parts of the camp. You're bringing in uh, ammunition so they can defend themselves. And the camp interaction, like just walking around, listening to people talk, they come up and talk to you. They'll give you missions randomly sometimes. Um, things will happen in the world that they'll come and talk to you about or sort of comment on. There, There's like people in the camps that are engaging with each other Sometimes you can go in and like there was one moment where one of the ladies in the camp who's sort of like one of the boss ladies was yelling at one of the, like the newer, newer gang members was in there and like having a go at her saying that like she's lazy and all this sort of shit. And I kind of just wandered over and just stood there and listened. And then once the, like towards the end of the conversation, one of the ladies just got like fucking slapped in the face and, uh, and then she walked away and she just like, I was just standing there sort of like just eavesdropping <laughs> like yeah. watching this happen 
the scene finishes and then she looks at me and like oh she's like a silly old witch she says to me something like that and i was just like i didn't i didn't talk to her or anything she just looked at me and started like a conversation that i was there uh. and then so like i hit the interact button and and then say something back to her uh and then that triggers yeah. this thing like that sort of stuff is really cool the way that the the camp dynamic works um and just like getting to know people and seeing them evolve one of the things that i we didn't mention was during the preview and it's the stuff we saw in the preview the three hour one at least super early in the game um at least where like in terms of it opening up in the open world stuff and one of the first missions is is you've captured uh like a rival gang member who's only been on part of that gang for a couple of months and uh and yourself and um and dutch are like talking to this guy dutch is the leader of this your gang and he's like trying to get information out of him and eventually you find out like where their camp is where their base camp is and so you set off on a mission it's like you john marston and bill williamson and i felt that was like it's not something we touched on but i thought it was such a cool fucking dynamic because you've got you you in the game who's the protagonist of this one arthur morgan you've got john marston who's the lead of red dead redemption and then you've got bill who's a part of this gang who's actually the guy at the start of red dead redemption that ends up shooting john marston and leaving him there for dead it's like this awesome sort of foreshadowing of things to come like how yeah. this gang is so fucking tight-knit and by the end of it you know shit's gonna go down like things are gonna happen and the way that like yeah. they interact with each other and and you can see this like bonding and, and friendship but looking at that early mission of like knowing that down the line it's not going to end up very well for these guys although that was a fucking awesome moment and something that i didn't mention during my preview that i think uh mm. maybe a lot of people overlooked um so yeah and even just like the interaction between um arthur and john i did not expect the game to dive so deeply into that sort of stuff um yeah and there being so much John Mar like it's super I wouldn't say it's extremely heavy but there's a lot there's a lot more than what I thought there was going to be um, yeah, like right. getting to learn John as a character and, and find like seeing his growth throughout the game um, is really cool because it starts off and, and um, I, I guess John has at some stage decided to leave and then come back to this guy and so Arthur's a little bit reserved about it and like he's giving him shit and like talking like behind his back to other people and then you can see this growth throughout the game of them coming becoming closer and so right. i'm curious to see what where that really ends up um later on down the path and, and just yeah the way that the characters evolve is done fucking awesome the i think dutch especially like you can tell the way he's portrayed i think is one of the best characters in the game he's um leadership yeah is really he's the boss yeah so him being he's dutch vandalind and it's the vandalind gang right so. yeah and, and like his leadership is there it's it's present in the game you can feel it like when shit hits a fan he gets the troops around he talks to them he's always making decisions yeah. it seems like he's the smartest in the gang well not i don't know about smart maybe he's the smartest but like arthur will be like well, what do we do now and he's like oh don't worry i've got a plan we've got a plan i've got this you know he comes up with these ideas and then and then like you start seeing the tone like the the way the gang st starts at the start of the game is you're on your last legs 
and then you eventually go out and you start making money and things start looking up and then you know because of the story things don't go very well and st- things start to start to turn and you see like characters change throughout the story which is done awesomely for a you know a, a, from what i gather it's like a 60 hour main campaign um rockstar was saying and it's sounding like that is pretty accurate in terms of if you just want to do the main campaign it's going to take you about 60 hours that that seems yeah. from what i'm hearing from other people like solid spot on um and so to see that sort of arc is is really cool i think it's done extremely well um i think the voice acting is is brilliant one thing that i want to look into a bit more is sort of how the story unfolds depending on your honor system um because the way that you interact with the world can change and um if you're doing bad deeds then you become a quote bad guy whereas i'm playing entirely as a good guy and um right you know i'm not robbing people unless they're asking for it um i don't go around just murdering people i only do the missions that like it tells me to do but but i've gotten to the point where i'm nearly maxed out on my honor system and i'm curious sort of how that like what effect that happens on on some of the missions like there are there are missions where like you are supporting women like for getting women's votes like they should be allowed to vote things like that like what happens if i'm a bad dude like does he give a fuck about any of that stuff or yeah um you know or just interacting with other people in the world like going about certain like there are things that he is doing on missions and i'm like if i was a bad guy he probably wouldn't be doing this stuff like it does it wouldn't make any sense so i'm curious to see if even missions are different um for some of the the way they sort of are portrayed because it feels like the way that i'm playing the game the character seems pretty spot on um whereas if i was a dick then then how does that happen like what happens if i'm an arsehole does he go is does does he care about women's women's rights for voting or does it play out the same way like yeah i'm curious about sort of stuff um yeah right so yeah i think the overall the performances are awesome the camp interaction is really good the way they evolve the story is great um the worlds itself like there are different sort of regions that sort of split up into swamp lands and snowy mountains green lush valleys um desert areas like a lot of there are still moments in the game where i'm running around i'm like holy fuck that looks so cool just looking at things that are happening um there are some frame rate issues with the game uh, particularly right. in areas where there's a lot going on. Um, sure. The something that I brought up during the preview uh, that it wasn't running the best, but it also it was a preview. Uh, those particular parts that we saw were running fine, like those early starting mo- moments. It's later on when you start getting into towns that are a lot larger, it does drop quite a lot. Um, so I'm hoping right. they do eventually fix some of that stuff because it is a little disappointing um, that the frame rate does get that low. Um, yeah. that's probably my only other complaint in terms of the like tech- technical details everything else seems to be running fine no crashes at all um, right. no weird not, not too many weird bugs um, nothing that's been like oh that's pretty fucked like I don't know what to do from here um, otherwise yeah otherwise it's been running smooth yeah uh, what else is there I don't know 
Um, have you ever like had like a fuck a holy shit moment? Yeah. Like like uh yeah. That shit's fucked or something like that. There's uh, there was a couple in GTA Five, you know, like like fuck. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that type thing. Yeah, there, there's stuff in there. Um, yeah. That I can't talk about because <laughs> okay. I don't want to ruin it for people. Uh, there's yeah, fair enough. There are um, there are things in the game called shacks. They're like mysterious shacks, and there's five of them in the world that you can go out and find. And um, I've found three of them so far. Right. One of them uh, has like a riddle behind it. And I've solved that, and something happens when you solve it. Right. Um, and I'll post a video up on YouTube as soon as I can, because I'm hoping nobody else has figured that out. But it's that's fucking that one's massive. And um, okay. the other one I found, and I don't know which house it was, which is <laughs> kind of disappointing. Um, what? Like I don't know which one it was because it doesn't give you an indicator. Like, oh, this is the thing that you're supposed to... Like, the random... It's just like, I went to the menu one time. I was like, oh, fuck. Which house was it? Oh, and so okay. I, so you stumbled across it. Yeah. Like, I had an idea. Like, I found one. I'm like, oh, this must be it. And then I went back to a previous save and then went to the house and it didn't change. I was like, fuck. I thought this is the one. Um, but then I found a second one and I know which one that is. That one wasn't... Um, it was just... A, that one was weird because it was a thing that I just found out in the world and then later on there was this mission 20 hours later that took me there and I was like, oh, that's a bit shit. Um, right. So that one was a bit fucking disappointing. But the first one I found is, I think, a big one and I'm hoping that nobody else has found it because I think that one's huge. Um, okay. But yeah. There's a good chance. There seems like there's a good chance that, no, that nobody's found I'm hoping... But at the same time, if somebody has found that riddle, I guarantee you people are trying to fucking figure that out. And um, it's not a hard one to figure out. Okay. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil it because I think it's... And I don't... The thing is, I don't know how to put it on YouTube without spoiling it. Like, if you look at the headline of that clip, you're going to know exactly what the fuck you're in for. (laughs) Could you do, like, Mystery Shack number one? I don't think it blows up as much. Oh, oh! You want people to click? Yeah, you want them clicks. Right. right yeah. Right, right, but right. yeah, there are plenty of moments where I've been, where I've been just running around and being like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, and, and th- there was one part of the game I was running around and I came across some people, and I didn't really know what was going on, and then weird shit started happening, and then. I was like, that kind of fish, I was like, oh, that was fucking cool. But then it was explained later on in another mission, sort of what was going on. And I thought that was a bit crap. I would have liked uh, like the mystery to be left there yeah, okay. um, a little bit. But like the dude I'm talking about on the, um, like the naked man, like what the fuck is his deal? Like, yeah. when I got to that spot, there was like, and you'll see it in the video, I, I find this underground, like, ca- like, I don't know, passage. It goes into the ground, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? And then I get in there, and it's like a burial, like a ritual chamber or something. There's like bones everywhere. But it's it goes up into like the outdoors, and it's it's all it's not covered anymore. And I was like, ah, oh. that was a little disappointing. But at the same time, I was like, whoa, this is nuts. Um, there are things like yeah. that in the world. There are, there's a side mission where you're supposed to find dinosaur bones or something. 
And I've found yeah. zero yeah. fucking dinosaur bones in the 60 hours that I first got that mission. Um, there's one where I'm supposed to find rock, I think rock carvings or rock paintings inside caves. I've not found any of those things. Um, there are tre- Oh, 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 oh. In, uh, in Valentine, yeah. one of the first stranger missions you get is to go Bouncy into a- Oh, yeah, the, the gunslinger. The gunslingers. Yeah. So you have, like, fucking face-offs with them? So or? there are, um, there's a dueling system in the game. Okay. The way that works is, and it's, it's, yeah, it's a bit iffy. Um, you okay. hold down your right trigger slowly, and it fills up a, like a just a bar, a circle bar. And from what I understand, the the more meter that you fill, the more time you get to shoot the other person. Um, so from what I gather, you're trying you're trying to watch for them to pull their gun. And then you pull it. So what I just do is, and I've won it every time. I think it needs to be tweaked a little bit. I pull the trigger really slowly, let it let it sit for about three or four seconds, and I just fucking click it, and then I just shoot them and kill them. Um, <laughs> so I don't know, right. man. I, maybe I'm doing it right. Maybe I'm just gaming it a little bit. It just it doesn't feel right the way I'm playing it. Because um, if you yeah, just yeah. pull the trigger, it, you get no slowdown really, and they just fucking kill you straight away. Right. Um, okay. I would like it to be a bit more responsive in terms of maybe you are watching them and then you've got to pull it before like as they're about to pull it or something um, it just seems a bit it doesn't explain it too well the way you're supposed to do it, it seems a bit janky okay. but yes there are like gunslinger moments where you're tracking down these people in the world and they don't all play out like that, some of them are different, some of them are they'll want you to go do a mission and you come back and they'll tell you about their story, some of them run away or some of them want to fight you um yeah it, it plays out differently awesome. there are there, awesome. there are bounty missions uh, you go to a sheriff's office you find bounties on the wall you go some of them are wanted dead you or can alive. only do bounties because you've been playing as a good guy sorry you can only do bounties because you've been playing as a good oh, guy alright is that, is that the way that works yeah. right okay yeah um so you can go do those missions um yeah there's there's like a lot there's a lot for you to do. There are. All right, if you were starting over again yeah. and you knew everything you knew now, yeah. what are three things you'd tell yourself? I don't know. To, to get started off on the right I've been track. thinking about this, eh? Hey, because I'm trying to do some guides um, sure. and I just don't know what's like. Like, do all the missions up to a certain point? Because there's no experience in the game. Yeah, but even like, well, I was thinking, right, from my my short experience, right, you'd want to at least do the mission where you go unlock the stable, right, before you go free roaming, so you can actually get your fucking horse back. Sure. Because if you lose your horse while you're free roaming, you are then stuck walking fucking everywhere, which is how I spent a giant chunk of my six-hour fucking playthrough. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, like, play, so, you know, oh, God. Oh god! Uh, play all the way through to that mission. I think would be a good one to start with, right? But I don't like. Yeah. Yep. Is is there a better mission that you should play through? Or I, just, is that, I like literally don't remember. It's point? too it's too far away for me to think about like what those missions Ridiculous. were. Uh, buy a double action revolver immediately. Yeah. No. 
I mean, the double action is significantly better than the single action. I I, single I just think the revolvers, are, sorry, the rifles are pretty good. Like, try and get yourself a good rifle. Right. Um, okay. Off the start, yeah, it's um. There are things in the camp you can upgrade. In Kingdom, in Kingdom Come Deliverance, uh, I made a video where you can find a fuck ton of money straight from the get go. Yeah. Does, does anything like that exist? Not really. Um, you feel like you're not getting a lot of money until you start doing some of the like the main mission jobs, like the bank heist. Like the heist. And then it's yeah. like, you get $1,000, and you're like, what the fuck am I going to do all this money? Like, I've been pulling in right. 50 bucks all the time. Um, yeah. the, thing I, the, the, the way I find to loot, uh, earn money is looting. Um, you get like a lot of... You get money off of corpses, but you also occasionally will get jewelry off them uh pocket watches or rings um they can net you quite a bit of money and they also boost the um uh your honor meter if you deposit it into your um your camp's sort of money pit cash yeah Yeah. the um i would if you're upgrading your your camp i would not do the one that's like hey upgrade dutch's um his bed and then your bed. It's supposed to get people to deposit more money, like incentivize them, and that doesn't like it's pittance. It's it's like four hundred right. bucks to upgrade, and yeah. um, and you don't see a return. No, because you can look at the ledger of how much people have put in, and it's like yeah. Arthur, Arthur, Arthur. It's like two pages of Arthur, and then it's got like Sally a dollar fifty, and you're like, I've just fucking deposited like eight hundred bucks, and Sally's not. At least Sally's putting something in, but what the fuck's everyone else doing? Um, I would I would focus on getting your things like ammunition or um, health medicine upgrades, boosting them up because that gives you access to more resources like more ammo, different types of yeah. ammo, um, different types of uh, food, things like that. And then you can use those when you get back to camp, pick them up, uh, and you can restock them for a usually a minimal amount. So, if if they're your type of person that's that's running around looking, I think that's more worthy than the other shit. Um, yeah. Did you find alligator eggs? Yeah, I found alligator eggs. Two bucks fifty a piece, or what? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that's cash. Money. But the thing is, bank, you can only carry I think ten at a time. Twenty five dollars. Yeah. yeah, there are um, there are things like uh, the treasure maps, which sometimes yeah. they'll have like gold ingots, and they're worth quite a lot. Um, so if you do find them, the the way they work is pretty similar to Red Dead Redemption, where you find a sketch, and it's yep. like, figure out in the fucking world where this is, and off you go, and they'll be like, uh, sometimes they're in tiered, like, it'll show you a picture of an area, and then part two will be a tree with an arrow pointing around the corner, and then part three will be like another section, but it's all the set, like it's giving you clues to where you're supposed to go, and um, yep. so I've done a couple of them. Sometimes it'll be like, all right, here's an ingot, and then here is part two of the clue. Um, and then there's another map, and you've got to try and figure that part out, like where it goes. There's uh, th- That stuff usually has a lot of, of gold, but I don't feel like... I haven't feel the need to have a lot of gold yet. Um, it's not really something that I, I'm needing at the moment. When you do... Uh, like bad deeds in the world you get put a bounty on you um if you ever get caught and each time yep. you do that 
sort of increments. Um, and it's like, you start off with a $60 bounty and then you'll do something else and now it's $75. And you can go on... What's the highest bounty you've had? Uh, 450 um, Holy fuck. And these are mainly because of story missions. When you do story oh, missions, okay. like, I'm going to go rob this bank, then 400 whatever dollar bounty is on you. Uh, and you can go clear them, so... But I haven't in most cases because I'm just running around being a gangster and then they send... Um, bounty hunters after you and yep. depending on how much money is on your head I think it depends like how many they send after you um, right because some of the lower tiered ones are like they'll send three guys and the higher ones are like there's like eight dudes and two dogs and um, they're a good source of income as well there's quite quite, quite some money that comes right. out of those guys so I just kind of leave them come and get me boys and then murder them all and um sure. That's can you can you get a best friend that is a dog? There are dogs, um, and you can pat you the can dogs. Pat I know them, much. and but can you be best friends with a dog? I don't think so. I've not tried. Like I've seen dogs around. When it comes out on PC, that's the first thing that's getting modded in. I guarantee it. You're best friends with a, a horse, like fuck a horse. Don't fuck a horse, but. I don't want to be best friends with a horse. I want to be best friends with a dog. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could be best friends with a horse and a dog. I'd be okay with that. I just wouldn't tell the horse that the dog was actually my best friend. Yeah. Um, one of my other complaints about the game is that the does this thing, and I think GTA had the same problem, where you would be in a fight, or it's kind of like these arenas, and um, yep. it just spawns people in sort of around the area <laughs> like yep. suddenly they're behind a tree and you can like you yeah. see them pop up on the map and you're like there was not a person there a second ago but now there is yeah. um, it's I mean I just I don't know I don't like the way it does that it just feels too gamey to me um, it'd be cool because you're too because you're you're in a major habit of clearing out sectors when you're moving through spaces from like battle royale and shit so yeah it makes well, sense that you wouldn't just basically things like there was yesterday I was I was clearing out this house and or the outside of the house and you're running around with an AI partner and she's like there's a dude on your left or whatever um and so you clear all the guys out there and sort of you run past and all of a sudden you see on the red dot something behind you now and you turn around and there's like a guy standing there and you're like you were not there a second ago um and the same thing happens with like off in the distance you'll shoot people and then all of a sudden you'll see like somebody behind a tree and it's like they weren't there a second ago um i just yeah i'm not a fan of the way it does that it just feels too too strange yeah. I, I like i like to see them come in by horseback yeah. or fucking running in off screen or something it just seems like they spawn in yeah. way too close um yeah the game has a uh a variety of different ways you can set your minimap and compass there yeah. i would recommend people um set it to large like the biggest one it's got it is then the, i feel like the normal size one doesn't show you enough around you like you've got to be super close to see some of that stuff um there is like a dynamic one where it sort of zooms in and out but i don't think enough yeah. the time it does the zoom out um so i've got it on the right. biggest and I feel like I can see more around me. It's handy for when you're riding in an area and you can hear someone trying to talk to you. And yeah. like if they're not next to you, then you can't see on the map where they are. 
um, yeah. which is cool. So, and otherwise, the the HUD is super clean. Like, sorry, clean. There's nothing yeah. going on. Um, your cores disappear when there's nothing happening with them. Um, yeah. It's literally just the minimap, and you can switch that off if you want to. You yeah. can turn it on to um, like a, just a compass, which shows you north, south, east, west. Uh, you can turn it off completely. There's a bunch of different options in the menu that can sort of affect what things in the world will show up for the HUD. Maybe you want it on all the time, maybe you don't. Um, that stuff is really handy. So yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, I don't know what else I can talk about. There's there's heaps of things like there, like there's one moment in the game where somebody talked about like oh rumors of a ghost and things like that, and it's like I don't necessarily get a mission for it, but oh what if I go out to that area and have a look? Like is there actually a ghost or is it just a rumor? Like you can overhear people talking about things and sort of go out there. And eventually find stuff, which I think is really yeah. cool. So I think the game's going to have a lot of those moments. And Rockstar like to do things like that, where you start hearing rumors about strange shit that happens. Um, I think the UFO thing in GTA Five was a really cool one, where it was this super long, convoluted thing that happened that eventually turned into something. Like it wasn't meant to be anything at the start, and then it was something they end up patching in later on. Um, that sort of stuff is really cool. You hear about things like yeah. the... Uh, I was going to say a Wookiee, but it's not a Wookiee. Like Bigfoot, like out in the forest. Sasquatch. Yeah, things like yeah. that. That Like the stories. I want to hear about like people's stories and, and uh, like what they've come across and just weird shit like that because there is so much world building in the game um, that I think yeah. everybody's going to have a different experience or at least a different yeah. enough experience where like, oh, you saw these types of different things and... I saw something completely different. Like, we've got a group chat at the moment for, um, I don't know, maybe 70% of the people in Australia that have got it at the moment. And uh, at times, we're trying to be as, I don't know, spoiler-free as possible. Say, hey, have you guys seen this? And everyone's like, what? (laughs) Like, (laughs) no idea. Um, So that stuff's really cool. Um, Yeah, I'm keen to see everybody's playthrough and how they sort of, what they find in the world. And yeah. Yeah because it's huge what's uh apart from was it have you tried spaghetti yeah which is a video i am sure you will share with the world yes. uh what's the goofiest fucking thing that's happened to you or is have you tried spaghetti the goofiest fucking thing that's happened to you um that was just a funny thing that <laughs> just it was hilarious extremely <laughs> i i lost i watched it like seven times i don't know like the word spaghetti is inherently funny so the timing of it is <laughs> spectacular but holy shit yeah that one's good that's amazing yeah um, so yeah. the one that i sent you the the, the second one um yeah. was like this is pure red dead like this is this is the red dead sh- this is the red deadiest shit that's happened to me today um and it was just right. me I, I what was i doing um i think i was going to a mission or something or maybe i was looking for one of these shacks or something like that I, i'm Anyway, I'm I'm rolling up through this fucking cemetery or this um, church. I go up the road. I've been down this fucking road a million times. And uh, I go up the hill and there's a house there and it's got smoke coming out of it. And as I get closer, I'm like, I'll just go have a look. And I roll up and I see four red dots inside the house. And I'm like, that's a bit, that's different. Like normally, 
don't really see that sort of stuff. And so I get to the door and I'm hearing people talking inside. And so I pull my guns out and I, uh, I, I walk through the door and like four dudes are sitting at a table and they immediately get up and like, like start yelling at me. So I fucking, I quickly trigger Deadeye and blast all these dudes in the head. Like I, I trigger them. I, I paint them in the head. Uh, I hit, hit the trigger and um, Arthur just fires at all of them, like shoots them all in the head. And I'm just like, yeah. what the f-? like? I'm at the end of that video. It's me sitting there for about four, four sec. Like I cut it at about four seconds of me just standing there. It goes on for longer than that of me just being like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I don't like that hasn't happened to me before in the game in fucking seventy or eighty hours. I've not had that happen. Yeah. yeah and for you, that maybe seems like oh, that was a non-second nothing yeah. but for me that hasn't happened before like i've never rocked up to a house and there's been people sitting inside of it um like a, a gang in in there just doing right. nothing which is why i thought it was super strange for me and, and the fact that the game can keep doing those things constantly over the course of 80 yeah. hours is fucking insane um it's yeah, just it's so well, so well done yeah awesome all right but well we're going to talk about it a bunch next week as well. i feel like the week after probably uh yeah so maybe we wrap it shall we yeah uh and we'll do some news yeah yeah um because i actually have to do a shitload of work if i can take the last half this week off to play red dead so uh yeah i have have a review to write (laughs) yeah i'm sure you've got a bit to do as well so um we might, yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Well, let's do some news. I don't think we've got a lot. I grabbed a couple of things. Let's have a squiz. We have Treyarch addresses tick rate in Call of Duty. So over right. the week, it was revealed that um, that the tick rate in Call of Duty, uh, the multiplayer was lowered to 20 hertz. It was 60 hertz in the beta, and it's now 20 hertz. And uh, over the course of time, it's slowly been revealed that uh, first, they raised the tick rate of Blackout while they lowered the tick rate of Multiplayer. Uh, and further, Treyarch has, has come out and they've said that basically um, they did it to lower stress on the servers yeah. during the launch week. Yeah, right. So during the beta, the tick rate yeah. for Multiplayer was about 60. And if I recall, the Blackout was about 15. No, it was like 10, 10 or something. I think it started off about yeah, so 10 that. and then it got up to about 15. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, it's now about 20, which is, it's still high. I think it's higher than what PUBG and Fortnite were when they first came out. Yeah. Yeah. Could be higher still. I think, um, yeah, I think it's going to be higher. Like, again, it's I, it's still higher than what PUBG and Fortnite were. It's going to take time for them to really flesh out that infrastructure and get it to something's better i think they'll get there um they made half a million dollars yeah uh in their first weekend so i don't feel like time is really on their side in this one (laughs) i feel like they should probably fucking pull their fucking thing fingers out and spin up some expensive r60 hertz servers across the fucking board Mm. uh because yeah half a million bucks is that's a lot of cheddar they can get a, like they can do whatever the fuck they want to be honest uh so yeah like 
they've got enough to really put together some good service, and they should probably do that. I feel sure. Like. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, that said, uh, surprising to me, the the surprise to me was that blackout was where they were shifting priority already hmm. in the first week. They were like fucking lower those shitty multiplayer servers and make blackout better. It has to be as good as possible. Sure. Uh, because yeah, to me that's that's pretty huge. Uh, I think it's obvious the blackout is the superior game mode in Black Ops Four, uh, but to have the Call of Duty team acknowledge that as well, yeah. I think is massive, massive. Um, yeah. Anyway, nevertheless, they should bump regular multiplayer back up to 60 i mean it, they're small maps so i don't think it should be too heavy server server load wise sure uh and yeah work on getting blackout as high higher hertz as possible as soon as possible i think like her, like i think high quality servers is not a uh development intensive process quite the same way that bug fixing is or other things are because you can spin up better fucking servers pretty fucking quickly I think the fact that they did they spun up worse servers pretty fucking quickly is evidence of that uh, it's not one of those things where people are like oh why don't you just fix all the why doesn't PUBG just fix all the bugs that I hate and then you're like look develop game de- like, instead of making like clothes instead of making new beanies you're like look game development takes time I think we all understand that there are pressures involved and like you know the person doing the bug fixing isn't the person making beanies and stuff like this that's not the case here we're talking about spending a bit of dosh and getting some better fucking service yeah. like it's not that hard sort it out Activision yeah. I think it'll happen uh, also soon. I love your game also, I love your game. Also, Activision, if you're listening, uh, PUBG, I have a PUBG backpack, but I don't have an Activision, I don't have a Blackout backpack. <laughs> so, I'm repping. I, I was, uh, I went to shoot the podium today, the uh, esports clip show that I mm. do, and uh, at Fo- that's at Fox Studios. And while I was going through the security, the dude saw my backpack. He's like, Dude, can I ask you, did you get that at a nerd convention? I'm like, I most certainly did. And he goes, oh man, it's so fucking cool. I love that backpack. I love PUBG. I'm like, yeah, have you played Blackout? He's like, no, not yet, but I'm going to get on it this weekend. I'm like, I'm not going to bring up Red Dead Redemption. Uh, but yeah, because I need to get through and go to this, this shoot. Uh, but I cannot believe you're going to play Blackout on Red Dead Redemption 2's fucking opening weekend. You're insane. Anyway, so I want a Blackout fucking backpack, damn, damn it. A black pack. No. Maybe not a black pack. Uh, a backpack out. Sure. That's better. All right. In other news, we have Oculus co-founder leaves Facebook following cancellation of the Rift 2. Now, there's a bit of a... There's a bit of a extra story to this story uh, because the Rift 2, uh, like Facebook has said that um, the Rift 2 hasn't actually been cancelled. But uh, the way it goes is Brendan Iribe, the co-founder and former CEO of Oculus, 
uh, announced that he's leaving Facebook and uh, he like wrote on Facebook this big, you know, I'm super grateful and proud of what we've done and blah, 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 blah. But uh, the long and short of it is that they've, um, they've canceled the Rift 2 uh, and uh, moving into focusing more on their Oculus Go uh, style stuff instead, which is a lower end hardware. Sure. Uh, so I guess this would be as close to creative differences uh, as the tech industry gets. Facebook's come out and said that uh, they uh, they can confirm this was their specific wording. While we can't com- comment on our product roadmap specifics, we do have future plans and can confirm that we are planning for a future version of Rift. Uh, so Oculus Rift is separate to Oculus Go and Oculus Quest. Uh, so they're saying they have a future version of Rift yeah. in play. Uh, people are saying that that means that they're saying they didn't cancel the Rift 2, but that that's not them saying that they didn't cancel the Rift mm. 2. That's them saying that they're planning a different version. It might be the Rift Go. It might be the Rift Quest. It might be the Rift fucking Bro. Face or something like that. Yeah, it might be fucking anything. But that is not saying... The Rift 2 has not been cancelled at all. Uh, and yeah, the dude left. So yeah, um, it's an interesting one, I think. Uh, I'm, I've got VR on the mind, obviously, at the moment, because I'm playing uh, a bit of it. Uh, and, you know, I'm buying shit on eBay to make my shit work better and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, Oculus still seems to capture the zeitgeist. When you say VR, most people think Oculus. Mm. They don't think vive uh oculus is almost it's like the generic brand for vr almost at this point you know uh that's how a lot of people just generally think oh but um yeah this this i think is an interesting one because i don't know they're shifting away from the hardcore sector and i don't think that is that's the correct move i think trying to shift more into the the mobile uh like realm or trying to pander more to the mobile realm is is a wrong is the wrong way to go about it because I don't think VR grows that way and Oculus and HTC I think have been for a while now uh, about the future about further in the future than today and making a move where they concentrate on mobile tech is a very get money now Hmm. sort of plan and yeah i think it's it's interesting uh they might be trying to get what they can get what cash they can before they feel like it's going to dry up maybe vr is on its way out i mean it's it never really took off i am still 100 percent a believer i still think that vr like games are spectacular when they're done correctly and uh like the technology itself is properly uh immersive in a way that no other game has ever like no other platform has ever been mm. but yeah like if you can't get people like if you can't get people to buy it then it's hard to get people to develop for it and if you can't get people to develop for it then it's never really going to take off it's it's yeah it's in an interesting place any thoughts Luke? I, I haven't looked into this at all so I don't know <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. Yeah, I don't, VR is in a weird spot. I think. Um, uh, I think Sony is like the only one that's sort of putting some 
money behind it uh, in terms they of games. They released a game, right, uh, real recently that everyone's been fucking loving. Was that robot one? A, yeah, it the that robot one? one. Yeah. Right. Everyone loves it. Uh, I was talking to Cam from IGN mm. uh, when we were watching the basketball last week. Yeah. And uh, he was, like, raving about it. He was like, I, like, stole the officer's PSVR and I'll probably keep it for another week or so yeah. so that, like, not just me, but everyone in my house can play this game. I love it to bits. It is spectacular. Right. This is what VR is supposed to be about. So, yeah, that's pretty huge to me, I think. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like... Yeah, Sony is the, pretty much the only real player in that space. Yeah, other than indie, indie games, <laughs> seems to be the yeah. the other thing. So I don't know, man. Like I, I feel like it needs some um, just more time still, and better ways of figuring out some of that, that technology. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. True. Okay, let's uh, let's do some questions. No news. No other news. No I don't news. even know. I haven't paid any attention to anything that's happened this week. Uh, I'm sure people are angry about fucking something. They're always angry about things, Job. Every week, something new. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, Drew, Dr. E3 Money says, Does Job secretly hate me? This will be the second PAX I've been to that old Jobbo has punted on to avoid me. Uh, Truth is out there. Didn't I fly down to Dark Mofo to go to Dark Mofo with you, Dr. E3 Money, you motherfucker? How dare you say this to me? How dare you say this to me? It's true, I will not be a PAX. Uh, at the end of the day... Oh, fuck, I'm just banging everything. Uh, at the end of the day, we... Uh, yeah, I just can make it work from a financial point of view, which sucks. Uh, it does wind up being quite expensive if you uh, wait to get some sponsorship and then you don't and then you have to buy tickets three weeks out from it it turns out that that really jacks up the price of everything you could have got tiger tiger uh, down there oh i could have uh (laughs) drats Um, we did that so (laughs) we did it was the worst it was the that was the last time i ever flew tiger it's the last um yeah, it's a bummer because it looks like it's going to be fucking awesome. There's heaps of stuff I want to check out. Uh, I will obviously be watching all of the esports action uh, over the weekend, but uh, yeah, I'll mostly be playing Red Dead Redemption. You'll be playing um, um, 10% of Red Dead Redemption too. 10%, you reckon? <laughs> 10%. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I'm. Yeah, I've got a big free weekend planned from basically. Thursday night onwards uh, and yeah I'm, I'm excited to get into that shit uh, I'm sh- like yeah I am actually proper jealous uh, of everyone who's going to be at PAX because uh, it does look like it's going to be fucking really good um, and yeah I do I, I enjoy seeing everyone but uh, on the flip side if you are a Patreon subs- uh, subscriber and you manage to find Luke out in the wild, yes. he has to buy you a fucking beer. That right? So, that is the fucking rule, motherfucker. So, you should hunt him down. You should find him wherever he is and make him buy you a beer. <laughs> Hint, the sports bar at the casino. <laughs> I've looked. There's no games on that I want to watch that day. On Saturday. What? Yeah. 
I need Jarkin. Lake is not playing. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going uh, to go to PAX on the Saturday. Fuck. Uh, play some board games. Yeah. That's what you should do. Play board games. Yeah, man. Um, uh, but yeah, it does look awesome. Is there anything particularly you're looking forward to seeing? Me? I yeah. um I don't have any bookings other than interviews with people. So okay um i got i've got an interview with pete hines i think i'm interviewing tim Willits. uh i got some nvidia stuff that i've got lined up um sick get me a 2080 oh it's me um yeah i get I, two I, say you want to test it out in sli and then give me one. i saw that xbox announced their booth um recently and it turns out there's nothing there other than I what? think Ori and the the new Ori game is the new one they're going to have. That, oh, yeah. It's pretty sad. Um, yeah, I don't know who else is going to be around. Like the indie stuff is usually what I go see, and I don't tend to make bookings for the indie stuff because I don't know what my schedule is going to be like. I'll just rock up. And neither do any of the indie people usually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. Oh, cat. This is cat camera bombing oh. in the background yeah. she does that um yeah yeah so i don't know we'll see i'll, I'll definitely be around I, i'm there for a couple of days and then uh yeah if you're around come say hi do it come see me all right and yeah if, if you're a patron subscribe on they can buy you a beer. is there beer at the convention make him go across the road go somewhere to buy yeah, your okay. beer yeah fair enough i'll do that rules is rules unless i'm about to interview someone no. just just leave no. <laughs> drop everything that's in it's in the fucking rules yeah make him do it yeah um all right cool um that's it all right we can uh wrap things up I'm, I'm sure we'll talk yeah about more things next week um all right you can find us on itunes android windows store we're under the gap with the ga podcast you can find us on those great platforms uh, if you rate and review us helps other people find our show um if you want to email us, you can do that. The email address is thegapodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash gapodcast, twitter.com slash gapodcast. We're on youtube.com slash gapodcast where you can watch the video of us talking. And then this week will be uh, some Red Dead gameplay. Something different. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Job looks like a stunned mullet on my screen. I fixed it. <laughs> I, I broke something for a minute. Was, was it frozen? Yeah, it was frozen. Oh, okay. And you just looked like you were in shock. And I wasn't sure what was going on. Um, but no, I fixed it now. Uh, anyway, so you can watch Joe being a stun mullet on, on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to us, hit the like button. Um, if you do that, it allows us to do more things. You are definitely not frozen, I can tell. No, I keep blinking <laughs> and shifting my head yeah. like an idiot. So yeah... Um, thanks to the people who have been subscribing the last couple of weeks appreciate it a lot um hopefully we get yeah. more people allow us to do more things like this more like do you like seeing the gameplay stuff we can put right. that up if you do um okay. even though i'm it's just me running around for an hour and a half doing random shit anyway that's fun um what the fuck is not yeah like? the gapodcast.com you can go to our website uh, where you can find links to all the things we just talked about including past episodes of the show including our discord page the gapodcast.com slash discord you can play some call of duty black ops with the crew this week and next week and then maybe just jump in there and talk about your red dead story to job while he's trying to play yes do it yeah um and if you want to leave us questions about 
things you might want to know about the game. We'll try and answer them next week. Because there's tons of things we did not touch on, like fighting and the honor system, how that works, and just weird side quest stuff. And yeah, there's a bunch of things that we did not touch on at all. Um, right. Fucking my beard. I've been growing my beard for 70 hours, and I think it's just gotten to the max. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I saw in your video that you had long hair. And I have beard. not shaved at all during the game, and it's just hit the max on the beard, I think. I think it's about to, That's or it cool. has. You get hair tonic, and you drink it, and it makes your beard grow quicker. Anyway. Oh, I look okay. like fucking Nate. Of course. Running around. Um, <laughs> anyway, so you can get... Speaking of, he'll be on next week. About talk. Red Dead. Red Dead with us. I gotta figure out how to get three of us on the screen. I don't know how that happens. Uh, it's gonna be a challenge. It's gonna maybe be a challenge. Maybe just put him in the corner uh, somewhere. I'm thinking maybe we have to do it in one location, live and in living color. We'll see. While drinking, we'll see what we can do. Um, but all those things, that website, you can uh, support our show. You go to patreon.com/slash GA podcast if you want to help support the show. Um, thank you so much if you do make sure you get your beer from Luke you can do that and thanks to Andrew B who subscribed this week this week cheers Andrew yes so thanks dude um, that person and all the other people that are, are subscribing on I think it's $4 tier uh, get the podcast early when we can so generally we try to adhere to embargoes but we try to put it out Thursday ish for those people Wednesday Thursday and then Friday for everyone yep. else this week though uh, I think we're going to go out right on fucking Red Dead time because everyone's going to get it at the yeah. same time on embargo for Red Dead. Uh, I don't care if it kills Luke. He's going to make it. I, it, I will be out that night, but I'm going to plan it all to go up at that time and everyone will get it. Um, so you should. Yeah. That way, when you wake up on Friday morning, it'll be there ready for you to go. You can listen to us talk about it. Hopefully I didn't spoil too much. Like, I didn't talk about story I stuff. Don't, I don't think you did. Uh, yeah, we'll do like... Are we going to do a spoiler we'll do, cast? We could do like a spoiler chunk next week. What do you reckon? Uh, or two weeks from now. We could do a spoiler cast. Uh, yeah. I'd happily do a spoiler We have cast. to do a spoiler cast. Um, right. and it, that'll take us fucking ages. Like, I don't, okay. like, it could be six hours. <laughs> Alright, then we might go a couple of weeks from now. It could be Once I've got all the spoilers as well. Yep. Out of the way. Sweet. All right, that's cool. the show. Uh, you got anything you want to pimp out this week? Uh, go check out my Call of, Ways Call of Duty Can Improve article. Um, I did a story with um, the World of Warcraft Arena team representing APAC. Uh, they were called Mad Dogs. Since I put that story up, they've been acquired by Order. Hmm. Uh, Order is the Melbourne-based um, organization. So uh, that's pretty cool. So now they're the Order Army team going to BlizzCon. So you can check out that story. And by the time this goes up, I will have a story up with uh, Sean Kawai or Kawai or how the fuck you say his last name. Granis Faction. Kawhi Leonard. From the Rene- Renegades, uh, formerly of Greyhound. Um, so that should be a really good story. And I'm excited for that to go up. Uh, the answers he gave me to my questions were really fucking good. Uh, and he took a lot of time to uh, really like give me proper answers which is sick cool. and so yeah uh, that should be a good one that'll be a, a good read I think awesome uh, f- for me yeah. you can go to survivor.com and check out my Battlefield 5 preview uh, the interview Job talked about about being a Nazi as well yeah um, and then obviously Red Dead Redemption 2 my review for that will be up 
should be by the time you hear this. And um, I've got a couple guides going up as well. I'm doing some some guides and some maybe some Easter eggy type things that I've found. Um, right. Yeah. Anyway, you can go check them out. But yeah, bunch of content. Survivor.com. Red Dead. Do it. That's nope. it. You can find me on Twitter.com slash Luke Laurie. I'm on Twitter at Joey Jojo. You can see some goofy videos uh, from... I don't know. I can't embed... I can embed GIFs in my stories, mm. but uh, if I want... like They're in tiny. They're tiny fucking GIFs, and it, I can't change the size of them. So if I want something to look good, I generally have to tweet a video. Sure. Of and then I embed that video, uh, that like Twitter video, or I could put it up on YouTube, but I don't want to like flood my fucking YouTube with a bunch of 15 second videos. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. You, you might, uh, there's a bunch of tiny fucking videos on my Twitter, which are pretty good. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. That's it. Uh, next week we're back with more packs and red dead. Look like that's what we're talking about. You'll be gloating about going to PAX, and I'll be gloating about having played Red some Dead. of it. Most, <laughs> don't worry about me. Yep, don't worry about me. I'll probably finish it before you do. Champ. Probably. Uh, I've got a thing called fucking drive and skill at video games that you just lack. In general. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.